Well, I'm not a crook. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents the Neil Rogers Show. To get in touch and talk with Neil, dial 751-WIOD from Dave. Oh, Broward, it's 524-WIOD. Outside the 305 area code, toll-free, 1-800-944-WIOD. And Bell South Mobility customers make a free call by dialing star IOD. The opinions expressed by the guests, hosts, or callers are not necessarily those of this station. Now, here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio, 610 WIOD. Spencer was out there today. I'll show you how heartless and cruel this place is, okay? Last Wednesday, a week ago today, I'm lying there at home. In fact, that was the day that I did the St. Vitus dance with the penicillin. I'm laying there at home, and I'm just aching and black and blue. I look like a, a, a watermelon in heat, and I'm sitting there, and the phone rings, and it's Spencer. I'm serious. Somebody here gave him my home number. Spencer cared enough to send his very best. Mr. Neal? You okay, Mr. Neal? I said, yeah, Spencer, hey! You're still alive, too! By the way, I want to send along our best wishes to Spencer's wife, who's in the hospital for a hemorrhoidectomy today. That's a true story. She's got, like, a real pain in the... <laughs> oh, and, of course, if you were married to Spencer, you'd probably have one, too. How about those Cubs, man? Yes! Oh! Tied for second place. We're ahead of the Mets. We're going six in a row. We're just, uh, Awesome. And Mike Balecki is God and looks better in a Braves uniform than he ever did for us. But uh, everything's great. Baseball is tremendous. And they had the most embarrassing... You know who makes me really sick to my stomach? A man who has absolutely no talent, not an iota. 
is Alan Thick. Alan Thick. And then I find out he's Canadian. That answers a lot of questions. They had the NHL awards thing on last night, and I turned that on for about three seconds. It was so nauseating and so disgusting and so pathetic. And then Patrick Ra has to get up there and do like most of his acceptance speech in French. And you wonder why they're all killing each other up there and they hate each other like poison and they keep shipping the old French Canadians down here to make our lives miserable? It's no wonder. It's people like Patrick Roy that make you want to puke. Who are these people on here or are we not going to talk to them? Nobody we want to talk to? Do we want to talk to you? Hello? We want to talk to you. Neil? Yes. Hi, I'm so glad you're better. George says we don't want to talk to you. George is in a real surly, sour mood already this morning. We haven't even said hello yet. He's a jerk. I wanted to call oh. and thank you, Neil. No, he likes you to say that, that he's a jerk. That gets him in a lot better. Tell him Rick Riley's right, everything he says about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says back at him yeah. is what he said. I wanted to thank you, Neil. For? Uh, the week before you went in the hospital, I called to tell you that I didn't get my check from the racetrack. Yeah, what happened? The next day, the check was in the mailbox. <laughs> How about that? Well, I bet you Fat Rich and uh, Tom the Accountant wish they could get such fast service from Pompano Park. Well, Neil, you're the greatest. <laughs> yeah, because you got the check. If you wouldn't have gotten the check, you'd be calling cussing me out. Not you. I'd call and cuss them Cuss out uh, Harold Duras. That's right. Don't do that. They sent me a nice fruit basket from Pompano Park. They were very nice to me, even though I never will sit on the fourth floor again because I'm tired of all... There are so many... I don't want to say it because it sounds like it's me, okay? I'm not. I just want to sit there and be left alone. That's all. No matter where I sit. Is that yeah. so much to ask? No, we saw you and we didn't come but over. But there are so you. many assholes on that fourth floor in that uh, track. God Almighty! I mean, there are just millions of them. Well, why don't they let you sit? And upstairs? that don't even count, Hugh. That's right. Let us sit upstairs there. Yeah. Have and Rich can run up and down the elevator and make the bets on the fourth floor. That's a good idea. He needs the exercise. Yeah. You guys like to fart in the elevator anyway. Right. <laughs> Not when Randy's in there, though. That's uh, you know Randy in the elevator. No. You don't know the blonde guy in the elevator. Oh yeah, I know. I didn't know his name. Oh, <laughs> Randy's a great guy. All right, Neil. I'm He's married, go. though. He already told me that. I just wanted to thank you. Well, okay. I'm glad you got your money and don't spend it all in one place. Bring it back out this weekend. We need your uh -huh. money. <laughs> okay. Boy, boy. Well, wasn't that a nice call? Now, why would you say I wouldn't want to talk to a nice lady like that? Huh? She was no sister soldier, but she was a no soldier boy. Do you see that sister soldier on CBS this morning, this morning, today, like earlier? God, wouldn't you just like to s just smack the crap out of her? She is just such an obnoxious, militant, hostile, hysterical bitch. Other than that, she's not too bad. Okay, I want to see some serious action here today. This is Wednesday. I think this day is kind of the turning point in the history of WIOD. I could be wrong about that. You know me. I've been known to overreact before. I will say this, boy. I am feeling better every day. We should play, uh, what is that record by Chicago? Feeling stronger every day. We should play that. That would kill like about four and a half minutes. God, I'm feeling tremendous today. And I have a feeling Sonny's going to bring something really helpful. I've lost about three or four pounds, and I'm just on my best behavior. And I feel great. I should have like a big, uh, I should have a t-shirt that says, I survived Mount Sinai, is what I should have. Because believe you me, it wasn't easy. And I think I've let him off much too easy, by the way. I really have. Twelve minutes after ten at WIOD, 751-9463 in Dade and 524-WIOD in Broward. How come the punk kid that called 7,000 times before when Roger was sitting here uh, for this show, he's not calling now? You notice that? He is calling? Was. He went, no, put him on, okay, put him on. Let's see how long it Locked lasts. It. The call, I mean. Anyway, Wayne Arnold is celebrating their 37th anniversary at Arnold's Royal Castle. They brought us in a feast yesterday, and it's been a long time. It's been months.
because I still had my gallbladder in back then. Are you going to take more of our equipment out of here again, Igor? Don't come in here and start stealing our equipment again, Igor. God almighty. Look at that. He's eating a live rat. It's either Igor or G. Gordon Liddy, one or the other. Anyway, Wayne Arnold has been doing it for over 25 years at Arnold's Royal Castle. You can't beat those little Royal Castle burgers, man. It's like a trip back into your past. Made with that blue ribbon ground beef, the best grilled sweet onions, a pickle chip, your choice of toppings. Everyone is cooked on a grill fresh to order. Doesn't sit out of the heat lamp for hours getting like mush and mung. It's, uh, you can taste the difference, believe me. And swish it down with that birch beer served in the frosted mugs just like they used to do years ago. 24 hours a day they're open with that traditional breakfast. In fact, you can get breakfast at 3 in the afternoon or 3 in the morning or whatever the hell you want, including the Rochester White Hots and Red Hots with Wayne's own homemade Italian meat sauce, the world's best coffee ever, the Neely Burger with hotel-cut layered bacon and topped with American melted cheese. And uh, it's just fantastic. You can't beat it with a stick. The prices are modest, and it's the only place anywhere in South Florida you can get all this great stuff. Wayne Arnold's, don't forget to come in this month and help celebrate their anniversary with a delicious free frosted mug of birch beer with all food orders at Arnold's Royal Castle, 12490 Northwest 7th Avenue in North Miami, just a block off I-95 at the 125th Street exit. Open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, even on Purim. Mike Goldberg is your host for another Goldberg at Night radio show tonight at 8. We got a scam here at IOD. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. We're just uh, discussing here how come Marvin, who's one of the worst degenerates and one of the biggest yakoffs in the history of the uh, broadcasting... No, seriously, I mean, he just shows up late all the time. He's just a, a total waste of human space. Why is it he gets to go out to Vegas... Because Hank is out there. Hank is doing some uh, fat show or something out there tonight. Oh, a fight. I thought it was fat. Fight show. So sounds a little similar. From uh, Caesars Palace, the site of the Holyfield Holmes Championship fight. Whoopie-doo. So anyway, uh, Marvin left yesterday, and I understand he paid his own way and all of this other crap. Well, hell, I'll go. I'll pay my own way. Give me a few days off. I'll go out there. I need to recuperate from this tremendous uh, traumatic experience I've just had. So we know that Marvin not only has the pictures, but he must also apply certain types of uh, sexual application to certain uh, management types in this building. Seriously. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about. I believe it's true. Okay? I think he's part of the oral majority myself. I really believe it. There is no question in my mind that uh, you talk about service with a smile. That must be Marvin. Why do you think he keeps that silly mustache? 1017 at WIOD, North Palm Beach. Neil. Yeah. How are you doing? Great. I'm on a crappy payphone. Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds like you're on a crappy payphone, uh, as a matter of fact. I got a bunch of preschoolers walking by. All right, let me ask you a question. How do you spell potatoes, sir? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see the flash card. Yeah, can you, I, I just, the more I see that, I saw it several times on the news yesterday, and I wonder, what's wrong with America, okay? I mean, are, do people accept this as the way it's supposed to be? The fact that we have a low-grade moron who's a heartbeat away from being El Presidente? Very, very scary. Not to mention Everyone, we have a high-grade moron who already is El Presidente, but that's another story. I got a story to spruce up your show. Okay, let's spruce it up a little bit for that guy that likes uh, spruce. That kills me. Or maybe okay, the guy likes the just Bruce. I'm for my girlfriend. Uh, you what? Shopping. And so I'm reading... No, run that by again. I missed it. I'm sorry. I was waiting. It was raining the other day, so yeah. I'm waiting downstairs for my condominium in North Palm Beach, waiting for my girlfriend to come back from shopping. Mm -hmm. So I'm thumbing through a little fascist kind of newspaper that they leave around. And I'm reading about Cemetery Village and some other things. And I, I'm breezing through these random comments by Jerry Heacock. 
and there's an article in here about uh, about Perot being the second coming and a bunch of other crap. About what? About Perot being like the second oh, coming. Oh, jeez. I don't think he's had the first one yet. <laughs> but then I could not believe this article, and it, it was it's real quick, and I wanted to read it to you real quick. Okay, ready? It's titled, White Men Shouldn't Be Ashamed of Their Lack of Jumping Ability. It isn't properly known, but black men can't swim. Ever seen any black in swim meets? I haven't. Well, now, just as white men can't jump as relatives, so as black men can't swim. There are differences, physical differences, between races. Beyond the skin pigmentation, uh, beyond the skin pigmentation. Next time you see blacks frolicking in the water in their native land, Africa, you'll notice, if you're observant, that the water is no deeper than four to five feet or weightable. Blacks can keep their heads above water, so to speak, but they have to struggle, something most whites do rather easily. Why can blacks jump? I'm sure Sister Soldier would be I would appreciate getting several copies of this. Can you so she can come that? and burn down your condominium, yeah. I just cannot believe what kind of an asshole? What kind of an asshole would uh, put that in print? And it's just, it was just. And also, what kind of an asshole would make a movie called "White Men Can't Jump"? That's another interesting question. I just. What the hell is going on these days, man? Everybody is just so like it's really going to help for everybody to get really hostile and hysterical. That really solves a lot, I think. You know. Well, I mean, it's just that I think this is this guy's opinion. Yeah. Well, screw his opinion, okay? You know that he has the power to put this in print yeah. for thousands of people to read. Just... I hope he. I hope he drowns in about four inches of water, okay? Um, hey, listen, I'm glad to see that you're you're sounding. You sound so much better now that yeah. you had your operation and right. the show's been great for the last couple of days. Yeah. And I'm glad you're feeling better. Okay. Okay. Take Thanks care. for sucking around. Okay, you must know Marvin. 20 after 10. I got news for you, man. We got two calls on the board. I don't accept this as the proper response. In a community where we allegedly have like a few people who are alive, okay, underline alleged. This is sad. This is, like I said, the turning point in the whole history of WIOD. The indifference, the apathy, the just general lack of enthusiasm and friendliness makes me nauseous. The third day back from a 10-day traumatic near-death experience. And do these people give a crap? Do they want to say, hey, you know, how about those cubs? How about uh, that Dan Quayle? How about, how about anything? God! You make me sick. All you photo and video enthusiasts, this is the third year we've been telling you about Benson's Camera and Video's annual summer blowout sale. When in doubt, blow it out, baby. Benson's Florida's number one photographic discount stores are slashing prices on everything photographic, from camcorders to cameras to bags, lenses, lights, tripods, video accessories, and much, much more. And the factory reps from Sony, Minolta, Pentax, Samsung... And many more will be at both Benson stores this weekend, demonstrating the latest in photo and video equipment this Friday and Saturday, June 19 and 20th. And be sure to check this out. Sony has a new color video printer, and Benson's camera and video is making pictures from your 8mm videotape absolutely free. How do you like that? So bring in your 8mm videotape to Benson's this Friday or Saturday, and they'll make you a free print in just a matter of minutes. Be sure to check out Benson's ad in the Herald this Friday, June 19. It's always a fantastic thing every summer when they do it, and it's happening this weekend. Benson's camera and video annual tent sale blowout. Indeed, you'll find them just six blocks south of the falls on US-1. And in Broward County, across from the Broward Mall in the Plantation Community Plaza, Benson's camera and video. Catch the latest news, traffic, and weather info each morning with Mike Granary in the morning information team just before the Neil Rogers Show. W-I-O-T. 
I think your radio station is very crappy. 1024 WIOD. Let's do a high Lee on the star line. Well, good morning, Neil. Well, good morning to you, sir. It is great to hear you back. Yes, it is. Uh, not to dwell. Although we still have to jumpstart this goddamn audience every day, sir, and I'll tell you, that's a source of great constipation to me. And I don't know what kind of contribution I'll be, but... Uh, it doesn't make any difference. We I, we're not here for contributions. We're just here for uh, coexistence, that's all. Neil, I went through a traumatic experience while I was on hold with uh, Rick and Dud the day that you called from your alleged deathbed. Yeah. I noticed a lot of people calling the other day asking for the tape of that, and for some reason they sent, uh, they can't seem to find it. I think uh, Rick is probably selling it on the side. I don't, black ever, market. I don't ever want to hear it. Um, in, in all seriousness, I went through an experience a couple of years ago with my grandmother yeah. who had the same tone of voice and the same panic that you had. Panic is the word. And I said, Because it was a panic-inducing experience because they had me hysterical. I, I was on the phone on hold to do some goofball stuff for Rick, and I got very serious, and I said, Rick, I will personally drive down to the hospital and get him out of there. Yeah. Into somewhere well, else. Why didn't you do it? They told me stay out of it. Neil didn't want Oh, that's nice. No, jeez, Rick, you're an asshole, okay? God! I mean, Neil... That was the whole... I'm serious. I wanted anybody, any, like, responsible or even semi-responsible adult person to come down there and, like, just inter intervene on my behalf well, Neil, because they were using me like a guinea pig. It was like an experiment at Auschwitz. My own personal experience, I stood at the foot of my grandmother's bed listening to her, begging me, please get me out of here, and I said, you'll get over it. Yeah. And you know what, Neil? She didn't get over it. She didn't get over it. Right. And I tell you, I am very And glad. I would have bet a lot of money right at that moment when I made the call that I was not only not going to get over it, but was never going to uh, walk out of that place and I wasn't in one gonna, piece. I wasn't going to bet against you. Yeah. I was very serious about heading I down I mean, there. you talk about panic, man. I mean, you've heard that expression, bedside manner? Well, I mean, in a hospital, it's almost like an oxymoron. They just come in and it's like a contest to see who can get you more hysterical. Well, I, uh... Oh, you have blood clots. You're bleeding to death. Ah, bah, 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 bah. We might have to open you up and save your life. I mean, the, the, the lines, I should have just written them all down, that they're tossing around like it's some kind of a joke. And you're lying there, and you feel like crap, and the, there's pain. The eye, your eyeballs hurt so much, it's like they're going to pop out of your forehead. And uh, it's the, the gas is seeping out of the ceiling. Every breath you take, is just, you're just puking. And you wake up, and the morphine is in the IV. It's, it's just terrific. Never again. Never again, that's right. In any event, on a lighter note, yeah. there is a gentleman, and I use the term very loosely, uh, who uh, runs the pet supermarket at Kendall. The what? Pet supermarket yeah. store. A uh, guy's name is Howard, is the biggest, well, almost biggest Neely I've ever met in my life. Really? And, and that's his good quality. Uh huh. Aside from that, he is the slimiest, stankiest, douchiest. Bag. Wait a minute. Can I ask you a question, you George? Sure Who was that guy that just... Uh, and there's another one. There's just like all these degenerates just keep popping their head in the door there. And there's another one. Who the hell was that? Boy, talk about ugly, Mike. God. Don't he's get got out that, of your office. He's got that possum look today, Ranieri. Man. You tell him, get so out he's of got to do office. is hang from a tree, man, and they'll put him and talk about the pet place. Boy, we got some strange people, right? This is just, uh, I can't describe it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you were sitting in the Oval Office. Imagine yourself as president, okay? And all of a sudden, the door pops. Every 50 minutes, the door pops open, and these bizarre people, like, just pop their head. Oh, hi, you know. And you wonder, is there any security out there? Is there anybody paying any attention or not? You follow Never. me? 
and, and, and I can't picture myself as a president because I know who my assistant would be. Well, believe me, you're a lot, uh, you got a head start already. You say potato, I say potato. Yeah. And Howard, you still a douchebag. Okay. You don't have a good Have day. a great life. I mean, we have a man who is a functional illiterate, who is so inarticulate. I remember that famous uh, debate with uh, Lloyd Benson. He said, I have as much experience as a uh, senator, as a uh, senator candidate, experience. And nobody ever even pointed that out. There's no such word as experience, okay, Dan, you idiot, you asshole, you, you moron. And that's the problem. The public, any asshole who gets on television, immediately the public embraces, oh, here's a candidate. Like, here's Paul Songas. Isn't he cute? He's got that nice, uh, that nice shirt he wears. He looks like a lumberjack. Uh, he could swim pretty good. And uh, the public immediately embraces any bozo that gets on television for more than five seconds as, oh, here's a good presidential material right here, boy. This guy can almost speak. I just, uh, I just don't know what the hell's going on here, boy. Talk about a commitment to excellence. Our, our whole country now, our whole existence is a commitment to mediocrity. That's what life in America is all about. But I don't want to get started on that because this is supposed to be a fun show, right? As in Mr. Potato Head. 1029 at WIOD. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Vice President cannot spell potato and ne and needs cue cards to go into a goddamn elementary school to be able to spell the words, okay? And still can't get it right. I missed you. Yeah. I didn't call you Monday. Well, it's obvious the audience missed me a lot, too. I noticed it's we the did. same old crap. And like I said in the previous call, you've got to jumpstart the audience and jump all over me. This, why is this such a basically unfriendly antisocial town? Can you explain that to me? No. What is wrong with this town? <laughs> why? I don't even have an answer. I'm just so glad. Why don't back. people just want to like, hey, you know, just a little schmooze. What have you got to lose, Okay. If I'm on here for like another hundred years, I'll never, ever get over this this thing that these people have got. Like, they, they want you to just beg and plead with them to play the game and just be like even a little bit uh, conversant about anything other than getting their finger out of their nose. Now, you don't usually say that. Huh? You usually say something else. Right. Well, it might be, maybe, well, depends on where they put it first. It's like those two thermometers I had in the hospital. <laughs> And she comes in and looks at she looks at them both, and then she looks at my face, and she looks like down on the bed, like, oh, which one goes where? <laughs> I should have said, try them both on for size, honey, and get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, I just called to say welcome back. I'm, I'm glad everything's okay. Well, wasn't now. that nice? You see, if we had about 50,000 more people like you who just gave a damn enough just to stick their finger in the damn phone, then we'd have a show. <laughs> then we'd have a life in this godforsaken town. I'm going to try to come up to Sawgrass because I'm... Uh, Please, I really this like Saturday, to... 11 to 1. This is a chance for everybody to see my big black and blue mark Saturday. Are you going to show it to me? No, well, I don't think so. I don't think you, I don't think you want to see it. <laughs> see, I can say... I can I've been play, showing I it to everybody too, and they okay? start puking all over themselves when they see it. They can't believe it. I'm serious. My whole side is like a gigantic uh, oh. uh, eggplant. Worst thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll try to get, get up there Saturday and see you. Welcome oh, back. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Bye. This Saturday, 11 to 1 at the Sawgrass uh, Brands Mart, we'll be demonstrating the Sony Data Discman. We'll be demonstrating it for you. And we'll have all our Camilla's House stuff. We're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to the Dolphins' preseason opener against the Cowboys, Friday, August 7, a pair of tickets to the Hurricanes' home opener against Florida A&M and P&U on September 5th. And we have an open line and date here at 751-WYOD. 
There's that Casper Weinberger. Why can't we just come to an agreement about one thing and that most people in this country are full of crap? They're dishonest, they break the law, they're full of garbage, and they're uh, crappy. Why can't we just accept that and look at all the money we'd save instead of going through all of these indictments and all this uh, righteous indignation? Oh, my God, and this one slept with that one, and this one ripped somebody off. Surprise. I mean, that should come as quite a surprise in a country where after uh, your team wins the championship, a bunch of barbarians go out and start busting the city up and putting people's cars on fire and breaking into stores and grabbing a lot of free merchandise and saying, hey, we won. And then, like, everybody says, oh, yeah, that's just, like, Mayor Daly says, yeah, that's just uh, the way we do it in America. That's just the way it is, like Howard Beale said. There's something wrong here, folks. Wake up and smell the petunias, man. God. Boynton Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think your audience is tired of hearing about No, I don't think they're tired of hearing about They're tired of hearing you, you asshole. They're tired of you is what they're tired of, okay? Can't you come up with something more creative and more inventive and more amusing than your usual daily call about no matter what it is we're talking about, the audience is tired of hearing this. They're tired of you, sir. They're tired of you and your very, very tiny penis. 27 till 11 at WIOD. They're embarrassed for you is what they are, okay? You're a freak of nature, okay? Why not get on Geraldo? He'd appreciate what you got. By the way, we got some uh, queens coming out of the closet on Geraldo, allegedly, this afternoon. That's, that's brand new, isn't it? Here's a lady in North Miami. Hello. Hi. Hi. I got some experiences to tell you I had in the hospital in March. Good. I Just, just uh, to get even with a guy that just called from Boynton Beach. Yeah, Excellent. I was in the hospital Let in, him have it. in November, and yep. I had to go back in March. For what? Uh, respiratory. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they had me they didn't tell you you had blood clots in your lung by any chance, did they? I don't know. But anyway, I had uh, all these tubes in me, yeah. oxygen and everything. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. So one morning, a nurse comes in at 7. I'm supposed to get this medicine at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I asked her what it is. I always asked what the medicine was. Yeah. And I thought, well, it's a little early, but all right. You're okay. asking too many questions, man. That's the problem. They don't want any questions. Yeah. Just so, lay back and enjoy it. So two hours later, another girl comes in, and I said, what do you got? She's given me the same thing, and I'm only supposed to get it every 12 hours. Really? I wouldn't mind getting it every 12 hours. <laughs> so I, I said wouldn't mind getting her, it every 12 I, days. I said, well, I had yeah. medicine, you know. Mm -hmm. So she says, oh, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. Yeah. No, you didn't. She says, I'll go out the desk and check. Yeah, she's going to show you how much you know. Yeah, so mm -hmm. she goes out the desk and she said, I'm sorry, you were right. Yeah. So I would have had a double dose. A double dose. Double dose. Double shot of my baby's love, yeah. Yeah, and another thing, another one. They put a, I have a blood pressure patch on me. Yeah. So I lost it. It came off. So I asked for another one. The girl comes in. She puts the overlay on first and wants to put the patch on top the of it. Overlay? What was it, about like nine to one odds? <laughs> you know the overlay? Yeah, the overlay. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So That's when a horse is like two to one in the morning line and goes off 15 to one. Yeah. So can you imagine? Which is your odds against surviving in any hospital. Yeah. Well, listen, thanks for the great stories and have a nice day. 1035 at WIOD. We have an open line in day. That's 751-9463. Attention all Toyota, Honda, and Nissan owners. How'd you like to get full sticker price for your old car? How's Sonny coming, by the way? Is he coming? Yeah, so is uh, Hanukkah, okay? 
Well, anyway, you can get full sticker price when you buy a new 92 Toyota right now at Toyota of Hollywood. They're offering full sticker price trade-ins on all 85 to 91 Toyotas, Hondas, and Nissans. Excludes all Z cars, Maxima, Supras, Cressidas, and Celica convertible. See a salesperson for details when you walk into the showroom at Toyota of Hollywood. Or just ask for Pat Murray and see what the hell he's up to. And check out these exciting low prices waiting for you right now at Toyota of Hollywood. The all-purpose Previa van. It's a beauty. Fully loaded from just 17769 Popular Corollas from just 9888 Sporty economical Tercels from just 6495 Hard-working 4x4 starting at just 11566 Or... The luxurious all-new Camry, which is just a miraculous automobile from just $14,185. do not forget, all you Toyota, Honda, and Nissan owners, take advantage of this incredible sticker price trade-in offer only at Toyota of Hollywood, where they're open late every night for your convenience and theirs as well. That's Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Taft and Sheridan Streets in Hollywood. The opinions expressed in this program are not necessarily those of 610 WIOD or its sponsors. Yeah, well, I'm sure the audience is real excited about hearing that again and again and again. 20 till 11, we want to thank Edie's. You see, we know how to suck up some free goods on this show. Edie's Ice Cream. Remember I mentioned that yesterday, that I've been buying Edie's at Publix and how great it is? Well, it is. And Tom Hart, account executive at Edie's, he's all heart. And he sent over a cooler with some dry ice in the thing there and a whole bunch like gigantic, humongous containers of Edie's sugar-free ice cream, including... Edie's Mocha Fudge, which is sitting there going to thaw out to nice room temperature in a little while. Thank you very much, Tom. You're a great guy, and Edie's ice cream is the best. You know, the thing that is um, frightening to me is that all the ice cream places are out of business. Have you noticed that? Not all of them. I mean, you know, Baskins is still there and Bressler's and a couple of others, but, uh, man, you talk about being in a depression. Larry's over there by me by Publix out of business. And the White Mountain that I used to love so much, long since gone out of business over there by the uh, fountain shops in Plantation. Everybody's out of business. I mean, I know we're only in Florida where it's like 100 degrees in the shade all year long, so you'd think that the ice cream business wouldn't be all that bad. Here's a lady mobile in uh, Miami Beach. Neil. Yes, ma'am. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Let me hear, let me tell you a little empathy story about yes. a gallbladder. My mother-in-law for four days was home put up. Take her to emergency. Emergency sends her home with an intestinal virus. Gives her uh, something for nausea. Next day, she's thrown up again. Send yeah. her back to the hospital. 30 gallstones. Ooh. Now, why didn't they know that the first day? Then they make her sit four days to wait for laser surgery. And, of course, you can't eat. And you're starving. I go over to the nurse because I'm a real pain. You should have had Good. Me in the That's exactly what you need is somebody I, in a hospital with you who is a serious pain in the ass. That's me, Neil. Right. I go over to the, the nurse's station to ask for a soda or a cracker or something. The nurse turns around and looks at me and says, weren't you in the hospital three months ago? That's what a big pain in the ass I was. Good for you. But you, you, Wait a minute. Do you know something? What? We have a lot of people out of work, right? Right. I think you may have just hit on something. 
Yeah, this just could tie be, you're a pain in the ass. No, this right. This could be a tremendous profession. People who are like have got a lot of chutzpah, <laughs> who don't me. take no for an answer, who are who are pushy, who are uh, have the ability to be obnoxious and just uh, scream and carry on. This should be like a profession. Hey Neil, let's open up. You know a how business. they you know how what? they have like in the yellow pages they have escort services. Well, this should be like hospital escort. Let's take a pain in the ass to the hospital with you. Don't be caught without one. Neil, let's open a business. One eight hundred pain in the end. Right. <laughs> Excellent job. Did they staple you up also? Yeah. Yeah, and then they use a staple remover. Beautiful sight, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, the the interesting thing is because with this surgery, you know, they do the four little incisions. Right. And you have four bandages over your gigantic black and blue mark. <laughs> And uh, which is like your whole body. And then so the uh, Dr. Unger says to me, he says, when you get home, he says, you can take the bandages off and shower and just keep the area clean. And then like last Friday, I had to go to his office and he yanks them out. Right. Which is like you don't even feel anything. You just yeah, has a little. Isn't it scary that we put our life in these people's hands? Yes. Pretty yes, scary. I mean, Dr. Terrifying. Unger, Dr. Unger is probably from Hunger. No, Dr. Unger happens to be great. Oh, yeah? In fact, if he would have been the only one, and maybe I'm just lucky in that regard, but if I would have just listened to him and all these other maniacs, these hysteria-inducing idiots would have stayed out of there, it would have been a totally different experience. Well, after you were telling about the blood clots, my mother-in-law goes, gets her staples removed, yeah. and the next day they send her back for more blood tests because she's still not feeling well. And they yeah. Say, well, maybe yeah, when, you, when your blood else. count gets about as low as you can barely stay alive, then they start coming in and taking lots more blood out of your body, and then they can't figure out how come your blood count's still right. so low. Now you have to have something else wrong with you. Yeah. But it's a long recovery, isn't it? It just it feels like jet lag, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it feels like you're trying to get your, your whole body acclimated. The room is like still spinning around a little, and uh, you're a little dizzy, and uh, it's great. Just can't get your act back together. I, no, that's not true. I feel better now than I did before. You but that's only, that's only by luck. You sound 100% better. Well, today, I agree. Then. Well, eat some ice cream and feel better. Have a great day. You too, Neil. Bye-bye. It's sugar-free. Edie's. I love it. It's mocha fudge, and it's going to be softening to room temperature shortly. And we have a spoon here, and I'm just going to make a pig of myself. And if anybody doesn't like it, it's too goddamn bad. How do you like that? Okay? Too many wimps in this world. That's the problem. Like I've said before, that's the biggest... Oh, look at that. They're putting Hershey syrup again on vanilla ice cream on TV. How can people do that? That is so goyesha, man. It's so, oh. Hershey syrup, and even out of a squeeze bottle, not even out of the, oh, there's the can. If you're going to have Hershey syrup, at least drink it out of the can, not out of like a squeeze bottle. That's so goyesha. Um, George, I don't understand. Didn't I just do that? See, this, what was that movie where he was trying to drive Ingrid Bergman crazy? It was a Charles Boyer, was her husband. Was it Gaslight? Was that the name of the movie? He was trying to drive her crazy? That was a great movie. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Well, I can confirm what that other man said. Because I was on Monday, too, talking to Rick and Suds. Really? Right before you, right after you called. Yeah. I was like the next caller. How do you like the fact that when I call here, Marvin picks up the phone? WYOD, please hold. And before I get a chance to blurt anything out, I'm listening on hold. How do you like that? And you had just gone off and you were sounding psychotic. Mm-hmm. And I, I got on next. No, I wasn't sounding psychotic. I was psychotic. I was hysterical, and I admit to it fully and freely, and I had every reason to be. The reason I had called was to ask them how you were doing, because yeah. I hadn't been hearing anything. <laughs> well, you sure got a quick response. Oh, yeah. So you, you hung up, and they went, to, they went to my call, and I said, geez, 
what can we do, guys? Does he want us to go down there or what? Mm-hmm. And they said, no, stay out of it, stay out of it. Uh, he'll take care of it himself. Oh, that's great. I'll take care of it myself. It's only through just uh, blind luck that I got out of there alive. <laughs> I mean, you had said somebody if you, knew, if you knew how I had to carry on Monday night, Tuesday morning of last week to get out of that hospital and calling, having them calling doctors at home at 3 and 4 in the morning and begging and threatening to... I'm, I, seriously, I had to carry on like a maniac, and I don't apologize for it. I mean, they deserved it because they were just... It, you, how long can you stay in there and feel like crap and just inhale that gas and that puke in the air and feel nauseous? Oh, yeah, and then whoever that dope is in the afternoon who does the board for them. Yeah. Whatever. I call up, like, on Thursday because we hadn't heard Marvin anything. the moron, yeah. We hadn't heard anything from you since Monday. Right. And I said, hey, listen, uh, I don't want to get on the air, but I just want to know how Neil is. And he goes, he'll be back Friday, click. I'll be back Friday. I mean, uh, Monday. When? Oh, yeah. He'll be back Monday. Click. Hangs up on me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, get off. Don't bother me with Yeah, don't stuff. bother me with cockerai like that, okay? You know. We've got important stuff going on here, like uh, lining up uh, pay office you challenge know, we're, we're or whatever. We're pay phone, some challenge. We're just wondering if you're alive, you know. Yeah. We, don't bother us with that. Life and know. death challenge. Hey, that's WIOD. We're all heart. What can I tell you? Yeah. As long as I live, I'll never... I was telling a friend of mine on the phone last night, somebody out of town, he couldn't believe, he couldn't believe that I was in the hospital for almost five days. I went through this awful, I mean, mind-blowing experience, and never once did I get a call, a note, a card, a rock through the window from anybody in a meaningful position in this radio station. It's just, it's, uh, it's shocking. I mean, even if they hate you like poison, just the embarrassment level should cause, you know, cause... You know, my mother, they're schlepping out to lunch. That's okay. They don't even know my mother. They're dragging her to buy her lunch. But I'm in the hospital on death's door. Hey, we don't have time for that. We're busy having meetings here. Oh, and the... Uh, to make ourselves feel important. And the uh, sister-soldier thing. Yeah. I, uh, you saw the press conference. No. Oh, I saw her this okay. morning on CBS this morning with Paula Zahn sucking yeah. around, and I, it, just, it just made me want to barf. Now, you notice she doesn't say that she didn't say it. Right. Just that it was taken out of well, by everything, by everything else that she says, you know that she said it because of she's course. with the most obnoxiously militant, disgusting, just needs to be uh, beaten up a little bit. But, but there's nothing wrong with what she said. The problem is it's a conspiracy against Jesse Jackson. Right, and right. All. Oh, they ought to put her and Jesse Jackson on the same rubber raft together and get them the hell out of here. There's a couple of professional Ojean provocateurs. I mean, you notice anywhere there's an opportunity to stir up hate and trouble, Jesse's always there. I mean, Clinton should get like two million extra votes just for uh, sticking it to them. Well, that's a start. I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sonny. Sonny just brought me in some stuff. Have okay. a great day. Stay healthy. See ya. Did she do that record, Soldier Boy? Sister Soldier? I mean, who the hell is this bitch? Nobody ever heard of her before. Now all of a sudden the media's making an order. That's what bothers me. It doesn't just bother me. It drives me crazy. This media thing, everything is a me. It's, it's, it's gone the full cycle. It can't get any worse. Everything is whatever is on television is what controls the entire goddamn world now. And that's why we got to have Bill Clinton with his dark shades and his saxophone with Arsenio and he's on MTV and we got that little twerp on there with his bad haircut and it's just, it's, it's incredible. Whatever slush, whatever trash they put on that tube, man, just like Howard Beale said. If you people haven't seen the movie Network, you better get it right now before they make it illegal, okay? Yeah, they will. Pretty soon it's going to be illegal to, to rent that movie. I think everybody should become an instant Howard Beale. 10 before 11 at WIOD. If you're mad as hell about anything...
Take Dad out for lunch or dinner on Father's Day, okay, and just uh, make yourself feel better. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. Well, it sounds good. The Outback Steakhouse is a great place to take Dad or just take yourself any day, of course, for dinner. And ordinarily, they're open for dinner only, but this Father's Day Sunday, they'll be opening at 12 noon all the way through the afternoon and evening hours to give everybody a chance to take Dad by to try the best in the world soup, the walkabout soup. If you love cheese soup, if you love onion soup, this is like a combination of both. It's spicy, it's thick, it's delicious, it's the best thing I've ever put in my mouth in my life, and that's saying a lot. And try their great appetizers like the Bloomin' Onion and their juicy, thick, huge tender steaks and prime rib and chicken and ribs on the barbie and pasta and seafood and grilled fish and fabulous gigantic fattening desserts like the chocolate thunder from down under and there's something for the kids too the new kids activity book that's sure to keep everybody busy and shoot through to the outback this father's day sunday starting at 12 noon you'll find them all over town they're in kendall in the town and country center they're on west flagler street in the flagler park plaza on Southwest 89th Place in Briar Bay, Northeast 163rd Street in Sunny Isles, Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines, on Riverside Drive in Coral Springs, on North Pine Island Road in Jacaranda Square, and on Southwest 18th Street in Boca. Take that out for a real tweet this Sunday, Father's Day at the Outback. Catch the latest news, traffic, and weather info each morning with Mike Granary in the morning information team just before the Neil Rogers Show. A tasket, a tisket, can I feel your brisket? That's what we got today from Sunny. Beautiful brisket on rye and some delicious spicy vegetable soup just loaded with all kinds of good stuff. I'm hoping, though, that I've recovered a little bit beyond Monday. Remember I had that real heavy-duty um, uh, vacuum cleaner-like vegetable soup on Monday? It's like a carpet sweeper. It goes through your colon and just starts, like, pushing and shoving everything out of your system. Because, <clears throat> like, about an hour and a half later, I had to make this tremendous rush down the stairs. But anyway, I hope that I can do a little bit better than that today. This is great. Thank you, Sonny. You're just a great guy, okay? Crappy hair, but a good guy. Here's a mobile in the keys. Yes, John, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing tremendous. Hey, I got a quick question for you. How much did that operation cost? Have you seen the bill yet? Oh, I haven't started getting anything yet. Uh, you're not Although I heard that somebody in my insurance company committed suicide over the weekend. I can believe it. I can believe it. My wife cut her finger. Yeah. And I took her to the emergency room at a local hospital. That should be here. good for about four or five grand. Eleven five. Oh, not bad. I couldn't believe it. It was a cut finger, for God's sake. I Eleven five for just one finger. Which finger was it? It was the uh, next to the uh, the um, shoot me, I'm uh, I'm signaling finger. Oh. <laughs> Eleven five. Can you imagine if it would have been a good one? That would have gone at least fifteen or twenty. That's unbelievable. It was a thousand dollars for the emergency room, and they cleaned up something I had already cleaned up. Yeah. You know, it's just unbelievable. It is. It's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, tell us the bill when you get it. I'd appreciate it. I'd like in to fact, hear... I'll bring in the itemized bill, and I'll let you know how much they're ripping the public off, like for Tylenols and Percocets and all that other stuff. You know, probably about ten, fifteen, twenty bucks a tablet. That's unbelievable. That cost them a dime. You know. Yeah, you, know, you may be mistaken about Jesse Jackson. I saw, uh, remember back in the Hill Thomas, the Thomas hearings? Yeah. He said something unbelievable. And it changed my opinion a little bit about him. At least he had his head on straight on that. He said that if he got as much support as Thomas got the Republican Party, there'd be no need for a primary. What the hell does that mean? Well, it's just that the Republican Party basically came out and supported Thomas 100% and Jackson doesn't get any support from the well, Democratic Well, thank party. God for that. Thank yeah. God. Get a new phone, pal. God, what a phone. Speaking of uh, what a call, 
Neil. Hey, Neil, it's Ian. Oh, and here Kelvin. they are sitting together on each other's lap. Ian and Kelvin, thanks I'm for the card, guys, by the way. That was real sweet. Oh, Thank you. Glad you liked it. You're the best. You know that. Yeah. We missed you. Mm. So, Try to control it. Try to act like a little. What are you gonna, guys going to be on Geraldo this afternoon? Well, what's on Geraldo? <laughs> huh? Well. He's hey. got guys coming out of the closet this afternoon. Really? Yeah. Which guys? What, what time is it on? Five o'clock on Channel 6. Which guys? I'm going to tape it. No, what? How you doing, Neil? I'm doing great, guys. So how's the pain? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it gets, okay, I'll it move just, on. It just started again a few moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, is the scar very noticeable when you wear your G-string? Mind your own business, will you? <laughs> okay, I'll move along. Go Ian, on. I think you be, should be happy with what you got right there, okay? That uh, should keep I you am. busy for the rest of your life. He's not, he's kind of... Well, and anything alive that would get close to you, Ian, I think you ought to kiss the ground, okay? In gratitude <laughs> he's okay, for though. Well, what? I mean, he's okay. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Hi, Neil. How come I don't hear the water running? Did you guys turn it off before you made the call? The water running? Yeah, in the shower. We'll go in the shower after this. Yeah, I bet you will. You'll probably need to cool <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> well, listen, have a great day. Okay. Okay, Neil. I'm not trying to, you know, blow you off or anything, but... But you are. But I am. But okay, right. take it easy. Bye, Neil. A... It was great talking to you. Bye. I love you, Kelvin. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're a pain in the ass, Ian. Oh, I'm sorry. 1058 at WYOD. We have an open line in Broward 524 WYOD. What are you doing here today, Ponytail? Well, I'm not a crook. WYOD, the Neil Rogers Show. She had herself a kid without a hobby. Now she's getting flack from our tiny VP. Murphy Brown, Murphy Brown, she's getting down on Murphy Brown. She's just a character on TV. Why has Dan Quayle started picking on me? Every time he speaks, his foot gets in the way. Instead of bugging Murph, he should just play golf all day. Quayle's a clown, get out of town. Something better to do as VP. Hey, Dan Quayle, get a life, you dweeb. Well, I'll say one thing. Danny's a fast learner. Our spelling word of the day is toe. T.O. It's 11.06 at W.I.O.D. I mean, what a moron, what a bozo, and you people sit out there like, oh, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to be. Sure, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. We got an imbecile, a man who is so dumb and so inarticulate and such an asshole that it's frightening, and he's the vice president. And you're all worried about who bounced a few checks for crying out. At least they could write them, okay? That's a start. Well, let's see. Where do I write the date? Uh, over here? Where is it? I'd like to hear a lot more from that guy in jail in Texas about all the dope that Danny smoked. At least that would be an explanation. That would be a good excuse. But, of course, that guy will be in solitary for years to come. They'll probably send Sister Soldier to see his ass. Yeah. Take good care of his white ass down there in solitary. You bet. Here's Fort Lauderdale on the Star Line. Neil. 
Yes, sir. How are you doing? This is Mitch. I talked to you on Monday about the management problem you have over there. Uh, oh, excuse me, Mitch. Bless you. Uh, oh, you mentioned management. It started backing up on me. Yeah, exactly. Listen, forget about that for now. What's the deal with you and Al Lombardo? What, what do you mean, the deal? Well, I got I was listening to it this Besides morning, the fact that he's a slimy creep? Okay, that's what I wanted to know if you got along with him or not. How could anybody get along with him? He's a, he's a radio slime ball. He's just a, oh, God, just to look at him, you want to just, uh, you feel like something's crawling, like red ants are crawling all over your body. <laughs> he always hangs out there at Pompano. He ne he's never, like, necessarily in any one spot. He's just kind of, like, hanging around, like, in the middle of the uh, thing there. Nothing but bad things to say about you this morning. Who, who gives a crap? Why would anybody be listening to Al Lombago? What station is he on, anyway? He's on a station? Well, I can't stand your homeboy Mike Ranieri in the morning, so I have to listen to, what is it, WRB? That's Possum Ranieri to you, sir, okay? He's got the old Jim Woods look. Oh, man, he doesn't have a word to say. Who? <laughs> your homeboy Ranieri. That's why he's still on the air. Don't knock it. Well, they had to put a disclaimer on after the five minutes of ripping he did to you, and I was very disappointed. Yeah. And, and the, uh, the words he had to say about you. Ooga mooga. Exactly. So what else is going on? You're in a good mood today. Mm-hmm. I feel great. You feel better? I'm feeling stronger every day, and watching those Cubs manage to pull it out of their butt, that's incredible. I'm going into town in three weeks. We are doing it. Maybe I'll catch them. I don't think they're going to be in town, though, in three weeks. Well, you'll be lucky. Well, and do you, do you understand that now we got Mike Morgan pitching today against some um, a reject from the human race, and if the if we should get lucky again and sweep the Cardinal, that would be two back-to-back -back series sweeps, and also would put us in sole possession of second place. You do understand that? I understand that. They also played at the Expos and the Cardinals, though. What? The Expos didn't they play the Expos before that? So what about that? That's no great feat. I didn't say it was a great feat. We'll take anything we can get, okay? This is true. I mean, who the hell did the Mets beat last night? The Phillies. Is that something to write home about? No, no that was the Pirates that beat the Phillies, and the Mets beat the Expos last night. That division so is So no matter open. who you beat, it don't make any difference, because they all suck. Wide open division. Anyone could win that division. Right. They all stink. So everybody has their moment in the sun, and now we're getting ours. You got it. There's okay, that, that 800-year-old Helen Thomas with that disgusting, wrinkled-up face. She looks like a gigantic prune on the TV. God, don't you just hate her? Don't know her. Helen Thomas, the uh, from the Washington Post or whatever she's from, she's always at the press oh, conferences. she's always in the front row. In the front row asking the first stupid question like, how's your hemorrhoids, Mr. President? Exactly. Now I know who you're talking about. And was it really sushi or was it just a bad bowl of grits? So, you know, good questions like that. She's famous. Yeah. I'm out, Neil. See ya. Ten after eleven at WIOD, we have an open line in on uh, what is it? The Star Line, the Star Line. He said at Star IOD, old Ponytail was just in here sucking around. I'm going to be over at Pizza Loft next Wednesday, a week from tonight, five to ten p.m. for another Camillo's House fundraiser and also for Jeff's birthday party next Wednesday. How do you like that? So bring Jeff lots of presents, like maybe a good scissors would be good, or maybe tweezers. If you haven't tried the Silverado Cafe in Davie, you're missing out on one of the very, very finest restaurants anywhere in data broward counties and if they got a menu man that you're going to fall in love with you talk about gourmet this is as good as it gets start with one of their mouth-watering appetizers like mussels in garlic butter or marinara or maryland crab cakes filled with cheddar or their unbelievable caesar salad as good as you've ever had one anywhere before the main dish try one of their pasta dishes like norwegian salmon and dill cream sauce over today's fresh pasta or pasta primavera that's fresh vegetable sautéed in herbed garlic and olive oil sauce over pasta. Or you can have those as your entree, whatever you like. And you talk about entrees, man. They've got 
the best in fresh fish every day and individually grilled rack of lamb chops or New York strip, jumbo shrimp, veal chops, the veal ruska, and since this is National Veal Week, you should definitely try the veal ruska. That's one of the best things I have ever had in my life. It's layers of veal and cinnamon-spiked eggplant topped with fresh-cut mushrooms and raisins in a light herbal marinara sauce covered in Monterey Jack cheese. It is just tasty and sensational. Or try their crowned yellowtail snapper or winemaker's chicken and lots, lots more. And don't forget to make reservations for Father's Day at the Silverado. This would be a perfect place to take Dad. Just call 474-9992. 474-9992. They're open for lunch, 1130 to 2.30, Tuesday through Saturday. And for dinner, Tuesday through Sunday. That number one more time, 474-9992. The Silverado. You'll find them on University Drive, 3528 South University Drive in Davie, to be exact, right between Griffin Road and State Road 84, in what used to be Lowman's Plaza, back there by CD's Buffet, and all those neat uh, furniture places and all that good stuff. Tonight at 6, it's Sports Talk 610, South Florida's most listened to sports show. News Talk Radio 610, Hello! <laughs> Hi, it's Pee Wee Herman. Take it from me. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. <laughs> hey, babe. Uh, wanna dance? Ew, no way. You're too tan. Don't. Yes, it's not cool to be tan anymore. Nobody wants to go out with a cancer candidate. So if you have to be outside this summer, use new Sunglop with an SPF of over 2,000. Just one thick coat of Sunglop every day will keep you fashionably pale all summer long. You'll be the hit of every summer party you go to. Hey, you look great. Did you just come out of a coma or something? <laughs> oh, I wish. You look pretty sickly yourself. Oh, thanks. Hey, are those mushrooms growing under your arms? Oh, yeah, sure are. I use Sunglob. Hey, you want to tunnel over to my place? Tunnel? No yeah. way. We can go outside. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Sunglob. New Sunglob. Now available in environmentally unsafe aerosol cans. Because who needs an ozone layer when you have Sunglob? Yeah, that's what I say. It's 11.15 at WYOD. I'll tell you another thing that's making me nauseous is that the news is also full of things that are just so bizarre and unacceptable and just, it's like every day. And you get to the point where you start believing that this is the way everything is. Did you see the story about that couple in Hollywood yesterday? The 43-year-old woman, the ex-school, um, not teacher, but school something or other, advisor, teacher's aide or something. And she and her husband uh, took custody of this 15-year-old boy. And it seems that maybe they were into that lung scan or something like that because they were tying him up and making them have sex with both of them and all this other crap. And it, it just, uh, you just start wondering, is there like anybody out there who isn't beaten or battered or abused or molested or... I don't think so. Because just in the last six months, everybody in America has been on Geraldo or Sally or one of the... or uh, Maury Pupik. And they're all being like, and then yesterday on Geraldo, he had the woman from uh, Fort Lauderdale whose um, daughter was forced into being a stripper at Pure Platinum or one of those places and committed suicide. And uh, where does it stop? And Dan Quayle is running around talking about family values. What are you talking about, you bozo? Here's a lady in Palm Beach. Hello. Welcome back, Neil. Thank you I so much. I miss you terribly. Speaking of bizarre stories in the news, that man in the Philippines that was pregnant, it was yeah. it's a hoax. It turned out hoax. to be a hoax. Isn't that a big surprise, right. huh? And yeah. you notice, you notice he kept, that one film clip they kept showing, he was sitting there and he kept rubbing like, uh, I don't even want to say where he was rubbing. <laughs> it wasn't rubbing his belly. It was a little lower than that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I won't bore you or the audience with my hospital experience. Why not? Well, eh. You ought to do it just to get even with that guy from Boca who uh, thrives on telling us how to do the show every day. Well, suffice it to say, it's exactly Thinks he's another like Mike Disney or something. It was just like you described. I went in there for what I thought was going to be a routine procedure. and they A got piece of cake, right. Kill, right. They got mm -hmm. me in there and tried to kill me. Mm -hmm. They drugged me. They cut me. They stuck tubes in me. They right. Did all these unnecessary They played tests. with your body like a guinea pig. And like you, I thought I could do it alone. I drove my car to the hospital and admitted myself. Mm. I'm up on the fourth floor and dying, and my car's in the parking lot, and I'm trying to think, well, I wonder if I can crawl out of bed and get dressed <laughs> and get out. Right. And exactly. You're, you're plotting for escape. I know. It's horrible. It's like being on death row. Ugh. It's exactly like you described, and I'm surprised you haven't received any bills yet because I got the uh, anesthesiologist bill the day I got home. They're always the first. Really? So you'll, you'll die when you see the bill. Yeah, I can imagine. But um, oh, If you don't die when you're in there, you'll <laughs> die when you start getting the bills. Or wish you were dead. Mm -hmm. Did you manage to see the Guiding Light 40th anniversary special the other day? I mentioned the other day I thought it was very, very disappointing. It was. And uh, I just can't believe we haven't had a lot of calls about it because we have a lot of Guiding Light people I out know. there. But it was so boring. And it was so wrapped up in the current bunch of people, which nobody gives right. a crap because most of them have nothing to do with the show and the history of it. We didn't see enough Papa Bauer and Bert Bauer. We saw two seconds of Papa, Papa. Bauer. We saw about four seconds of Bert. We saw about three Mike. seconds of Rita and yeah. the original uh, Ed. Ed and we Mike. Didn't, we never saw Mike Bauer. Oh, we saw him on Hope's wedding day. Um, Given, he was oh, well, just kind of standing off yeah. to the side, but, yeah. I mean, there was never any uh, scene where he was talking or doing anything. No, they didn't go into the history of God. No. And we never saw Jackie. No. And, uh, geez, you know, we think of all the important people that have been on that show. And we, saw, we never saw, we saw, what's his name? Amanda. Uh, we didn't see Amanda. We didn't see Amanda. We didn't see her old mother. We didn't see, uh -huh. uh, what's his name, the blind, the, what was her name? Uh, With Eve, Ben. Eve. Eve and Ben. We never saw uh -huh. either of them. Nope. And, uh, you know, you're thinking an hour, and they just kept showing the same stuff over again, it's and here's Nick. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that goddamn ugly Nick with a big nose from Greece or from wherever the hell he's from. We don't want to see him already. They just kept showing what we saw last week. Right. It was right, exactly. We already are seeing that. We don't need to see that. Uh -uh. And since when? I mean, I like Alex, but, you know, since when is she like the queen of the whole show already? Uh -oh. Give her a rest. Oh, it was disappointing. I we never it. saw Sarah. No. We saw, what's his name? Kevin this, Bacon. Kevin Bacon, but we never saw Sarah, who uh -huh. was one of them. We never saw Steve. Remember, St we saw Steve him for Jackson. one second. We hardly saw any. Dr. Jackson. Uh-uh. It was bad. Uh, do you it like sucked. the way Guiding Light's going right now? If we could just get over Nick McHenry already. Everybody is obsessed with that. Send him to camp. <laughs> Send him to Cam Ray, wherever the hell that is. I He's hope he don't Cam come Ray. back. I know that. Exactly. I hope he don't ever come back. <laughs> They're all schlepping to Cam Ray. Uh, I know. Well, they've got a lot of stories going on at the same time. It seems like they're jumping around too and much. And when is somebody going to butch up to Bridget already and slap her in the face with a two-by-four with a rusty nail in it? God, I, I am so sick and tired of between her and what's-his-name. You, you notice the one constant thing that runs through these shows? Everybody is a wimp. Uh -huh. Nobody has the guts to say anything straight out to anybody else's face, which is why there's always this confusion and nobody and knows... everybody's what, gullible. Right. Nobody opens up a mouth. One more thing and then I'll let you go. Um, yeah. I watched Once Upon a Time in America the last two nights. Great. I, I feel like I missed something. I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. In other words, you saw the end and you didn't figure it out. What did the garbage truck mean? Well, supposedly they're chopping up James Woods and his its inside the garbage truck. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. But you're supposed to be wondering. 
I am. I'm still wondering if yeah. I wasted four hours. Well, just uh, I, I think it's a great movie, even if you don't know what it means. Oh, it was very. It was a. Uh, it was well acted. It was yeah. a, a nice looking movie. And, yeah, and there was always Brian Bloom in there in the early part. Oh yeah, he used to be on As the World Turns. Right. Oh, it was worth it, I guess. Yeah. All right, Neil. Great talking. Have to a you. great time. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Twenty-one after eleven at WIOD, we have an open line out of town. One eight hundred nine four four nine four six three. Here's a reminder from a Quicks Oil Lube in Hollywood and Fort Lauderdale about their fabulous, their tremendous, their spectacular, colossal oil change and wiper blade special. At McQuick's Broward locations only, get a complete oil change using up to five quarts of Quaker State 10W30 motor oil, new oil filter, and a brand new pair of wiper blades. All of that for the amazingly low price of just $23.95. And on top of that, they give you that certificate good for four bucks off on your next oil change at McQuick's. All of this might cost you over 40 bucks elsewhere, but right now at McQuick's, get the oil change, new oil filter, and new wiper blades, and that $4 certificate all for just $23.95. Add all of this to their thorough 18-point service check, and you've got a deal too good to pass up. And if you visit McQuick's before June 29, you can find out how to win a free pair of tickets to the Firecracker 400 at Daytona on July 4th. No appointment necessary. Just drive into McQuick's right now and tell them that used to be really sick Neil sent you in. They're at the northeast corner of 441 on Washington Street in Hollywood and on State Road 84, half mile east of I-95 in Fort Lauderdale. That's McQuick's Oil Lube, where they do more good things for your car in about 10 minutes than Cox Broadcasting will do for you in three and a half years. If uh, you didn't hear Goldberg at night last night, you missed Gypsy. Calm yourself. No, good. <laughs> Don't get excited. Open okay. the window, throw your dresses out of the closet, <laughs> and just keep an open mind. Tonight we're in Las Vegas, coming to you from Caesar's <laughs> Palace, the home of the Holmes Holyfield fight. Join us for Goldberg at night tonight at 8 on South Florida's News Traffic and Weather Station. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. There's plenty of baseball action this weekend right here. Join us Saturday and Sunday for the best American and National League game. I think your radio station is very crappy. It's the 
the place running. And if that's all they're gonna tout, the talent is losing out. And buddy, if they screw it up, then I'm tuning out. By the way, speaking of Al Lombardo, let's uh, get Gary Seibel on the phone and do a little uh, story about Al Lombardo. Huh? Let's do that tomorrow. 27 after 11 at WYOD. The out-of-town line is open, 1-800-944. We don't care, and we hope you uh, die a wicked death and all that good stuff. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Even if I do, it'll be with a big uh, smile on my pile because Edie Sugar-Free Mocha Fudge is the best. God, is that good? Well, it's not the best. That banana split I had the other night at the Edie's. <clears throat> was uh, about as good as it gets. But this is really good, and it's sugar-free. So I'm getting my just desserts, too, after a nice little lunch from Sonny's and a little dessert here. Thank you again, Tom Hart. We love you. Just keep sending the free ice cream, okay, Tom? We love you. Hollywood. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I just want to ask you a question. Um, I got a ticket going to Gainesville a few weeks ago on the turnpike for going at unlawful speed of 10 miles over the speed limit. Woo! So, uh... Rather than send me to jail, they gave me a ticket for 92 bucks. They what? They gave me a ticket for $92. Wasn't that all hard? Yeah, so I called the ticket defense team that yes. you guys advertised, and they said they only go up as far as West Palm Beach. Right. So my question is, if, I, I don't know if you knew anything that was up in the Orlando area, same as that, something like that. Good question. Maybe somebody in our audience knows. Yeah, because like, I asked the girl at the uh, ticket clinic, and she didn't know anything. She was like the secretary. Yeah, she, she don't know crap. Yeah. Well, somebody, maybe somebody will call in and help you out. Okay, thanks. Don't um, do it again now. I'd like to just call a couple of people douchebags. Yes, sir. Um, I'd like to call Linda and Frank at Outrageous, a couple of artsy, fartsy douchebags. All right. All right, thanks. See you. Uh, <clears throat> 28 past 11 at WIOD. There are three open lines on the board now, and I'm getting pretty upset about it. I'll tell you that right now. I would think for at least the first week when I come back from such a traumatic... You people are about as insensitive as the damn management here. You know, Jeff Ponytail was in here a few minutes ago, bugging the crap out of us as usual, and he said that while I was in the hospital, he said literally, he said, I'm not, of course he's probably making it up because he's sucking around. He said, I literally had hundreds of people who came in asking how's Neil doing and how about, you know, all this other crap and sucking around. Well, how come he gets all those people, but I come back on a year and it's like the same, like nothing ever happened, the same old crap, jumpstart these assholes, same old stuff. I don't get it. I mean, do we have to bleed to death to get you people at least to fake a little bit of concern and sincerity and friendliness and so anything just to reach out and touch your radio person? Is that what it takes? What the hell does it take? Obviously a lot more than whatever I did. Here's a mobile in Deerfield. Neil. Yeah. Break up the Cubs. Yeah, right. My goodness. Well, Although I will say this, our magic number is still 911. <laughs> what happened to those Met boys? The Mets? <laughs> the Mets suck. Did you catch that game last night, the Dodgers-Braves? No, I, I saw some of the early part of the game. In fact, uh, Mike Balecki had a, what was it, 5-1 to one lead? Yeah, no, he had a 7-2 lead, I think. 7-2 lead. And, that... and then all of a sudden he remembered he used to be with the Cubs and it just started uh, caving in. No, no, no. When he pulled him out, he had a 7-2 to two lead. He had a leadoff triple by Butler, and he yanked him out of the game. Oh, really? I don't know. And they brought in that great bullpen, which has been their downfall all season? You know, I wish to wonder how many games the Braves could win if they had a different manager than Bobby Cox. Right. Because he's not doing the job. How would you like to get uh, Jim? We've got Lefevre. 
Well, you know, he did a pretty good job last year with... Uh, with, with Seattle. You can have him right now. Well, look where Seattle is now. Dead last place again. Right. Well, but yeah, but once they get those new Japanese owners in there, man, they're going to really straighten their ass up. Nintendo ball. They're going to bring in all midgets. All right, Neil. See you later. Good luck to you. Boy, excuse me. 1131 at WIOD and open line in Dade, 751. I better put this away, you know, because I could sit here and eat like a whole quart of this, and that would be very bad. Mmm. Good stuff. Edie's. Pick it up at your nearby Publix, okay, and the ice cream thing. Who want, Take this in the newsroom, okay, Andy? Seriously, get it out of here, because I'm, I'm, it's like addictive to me. Once I start eating it, well, give it to somebody. I don't care. Just get in here and do something constructive instead of just standing there like you've got uh, St. Vitus Dance or something. Thank you so much. God. I'm telling you, since he and Adam have been hanging out at the Warsaw every night, they're just not the same. They're, like, useless. I guess they're tired. Here's Rose. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? How are you doing? Long time no talk, not, Rose. Not too bad. How are you? I didn't ask how are you doing. Did I? Yeah. Well, how are you doing? <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Listen, um, it's, it's, that, uh, it's that stuff gets to your brain. You know? uh, and, well, speaking of the place of your employment, I learned a long time ago, I learned my lesson a long time ago not to send you or bring you anything. It doesn't get to you. Well, what does that mean? Is that, well, a, I br- is that I... an excuse for their intemperate behavior? <laughs> there is no excuse. There is no excuse for that crap. Because, but it's happen- it happens in every company. They don't care. They no, don't they care really about don't. people. They really don't. I know this. I well, know. so maybe I maybe I have embarrassed them to a point at, at which they just uh, doesn't make any difference anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? In other words, like now they're admitting, okay, we don't give a crap, and we don't care if you drop dead, and we just want you to know that because wow. you're always saying it anyway, which yes. is fine. At least now they're being honest, which is better than putting on a big fake act. I'm glad you played that that bit again because I was I was happy to be able to record it. It was perfect for your uh... yeah, perfect for this place exactly. Mm-hmm. I had a question. Uh, considering all you've been through, you sound very good. What What was the reason for the lung scan? Maybe you've already explained that, but I... I the reason for the lung scan is because they had two of their pulmonary doctors there at Mount Sinai who are panic people, and when they looked at the x-ray that they had taken of my lungs, uh-huh. they saw two little peculiar, uh, two little uh, markings oh. in very unusual place. Now, Dr. Unger said that all it meant is that I wasn't breathing deeply enough and that I was, you know, having a little problem in your lungs, which yeah. is not unusual after surgery, and that just take deep breaths and it was no big deal. But these two guys came in and made this long speech about pulmonary embolisms and about how there's these blood clots running all through your legs and all over oh, your body God, and, about, you and about how if they get in your lungs, they can kill you and they can do this to your heart and do all of this other crap and about how I better go down and do the lung scan and maybe later we might think about doing an angiogram, which oh, had me practically ready to jump out the window exactly no yeah. wonder you sounded like well i never really got to hear the um the phone call that you made i always turned in right after you were hanging up yeah but um it, you know why you see all these doctors and all they have to be involved with every every move that you make so you can each so they can each send you a bill right of Basically, course that's it. of course you know everybody it, who sticks their head in your door man they've got that little thing they sign with the and time and the date and uh you yeah. bet they're all signing on man yeah that's why they don't want to let you out they want everybody in the place to sign on the thing to get a little piece of the action and then they also want to be able to charge you for every test and every procedure and every machine that they've got inside the hospital exactly and if and if somebody's not with you your head is spinning so much you don't know who you've seen or or why you've seen them or the whole nine yards 
Well, I'll tell you, you I'll tell you right now that Fat Friend should have been there the entire time. I mean, the guy is self-employed. I'm serious. I don't care how much business that he had to put on hold or whatever, yeah. but he should have been there the entire time. He did come and visit twice. I'll give him that much. And he's a hell of a, he's a whale of a guy and all that stuff. But he's the one that uh, sucked me into doing this in the first place. He should have been there a lot more of the time because I don't know anybody who's more pushy and obnoxious and bossing people around than he. That's his, that's his whole specialty in life. Well, hopefully you, will, you won't have to go through this again. They never will go through it again. Okay. I won't. There's no way they're getting me back in there. Well, I tell you what, you were, you know what, I, I don't mean to change the subject, but you were talking about your dogs and frogs. Yeah. We let the, uh, the one of them go out uh, a couple, about a, a month and a half ago, and they got a hold of him, and we had to rush him off to the hospital. Right. He's doing fine. He's doing right. fine. But now we have to make sure we have to, like, go case the area. Every time before we want to, you know, put them out because we got a big fenced-in yard. It's oh, I great. think I think you're getting a little bit carried away. Well, it, well, it's either that or no. The only time you well, have he's to... blind. Oh, oh, and, well, that makes a difference. Well, yeah. he knows the area, but he still don't know what he's running into until he runs into it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but especially after it rains, which is like almost exactly. every day in well, the summer. That's, 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 that's when you got to be a little bit nervous because that's when the frogs and the toads and the horny other uh, neighbors and stuff start jumping yeah. over your fence and getting in there. Yes, that's what I meant. When it Basically, when it rains, we have to make sure that there's... Whatever happened to what's-his-name, by the way? Not Rick. Yeah. Oh, you know what I did while you were out in the hospital. You did Rick while I was in the hospital? <laughs> no, 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 listen, I was uh, listening to an old tape. It wasn't too long after your uh, your stroke, and you had Rick in there for the first time. You had Gilbert and Joey and a whole bunch of people, and you sounded so calm. Really? Yeah, and it was a great show, so mm -hmm. I listened to that. It was a great show <laughs> on my tape, but I have not heard hide nor hair. So. Yeah. Well, you know how those people are. They're here today. They're fair-weather friends. Well, here today and never here from I, I, I hope I am your friend, and I do care, but uh, I'm, I'm afraid to send you anything anymore. I don't blame you. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. 24 till noon at WIOD. That's uh, our good friend Rose. We have an open line in Dade, 751-WIOD. Pizza Loft is back again here today to just uh, nudgy the crap out of you. Ponytail was in here, and he was given directions and supervising the copy, and the uh, catering can be done all over the place, and deliveries anywhere in Dade County, and great Italian specialties, award-winning lasagna, stuffed shells, manicotti, baked ziti, eggplant, parmesan. Uh, Jeff and his family have been doing Pizza Loft for the past 17 years, not 15, not 16, 17 years. Like, I mean, does that make a difference to you? Of course not. But it's Jeff's ego again interfering with his common sense. You can even charge your deliveries or your order to your Visa or MasterCard. At Pizza Loft, upstairs at 69th and Flagler, just east of the Palmetto, some of the best pizza on the face of the earth, that Fugaza pizza with the spicy sauce and spicy onions. And the summertime special works this way. Monday and Tuesdays only in the Neil Rogers Dining Room. Buy any entree at the regular price. Get a second entree for half price Monday and Tuesdays at the Pizza Trough. And don't forget, I'll be there next Wednesday, a week from today. On uh, June 24th, from 5 to 10 in the p.m., which is also Ponytail's birthday. So come on by and buy some of our Camillo's House stuff and bring Jeff, like, a bunch of really good stuff that he can use. Like maybe a certificate for a free haircut from Paul. That's Pizza Trough, 69th and Flagler upstairs at 266-5111. You don't gotta do that. Come see us, cause we're... Nacho Mama! The new self-service Mexican restaurant. Uh, excuse me, uh, I'd like the Conquistador special. Hey, man, 
and you can keep whatever you want. Because huh? I ain't going to get it for you. We're not your mama. Oh, <laughs> not your mama. Serve another best of anything you want. Uh, as long as you go back and make it yourself. Ah, that was great. Hey, hey, where you going? I'm going to go pick that up for you. Wash those dishes, man. What? So, for Tex-Mex with no respect, it's not your mama. <laughs> Do it yourself. We're not your mama. 11.42 at WYOD. We got ticket info for that guy. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Long-time listener, first-time caller. How you doing? Great. Okay. Listen, uh, just for starters, right. welcome back. I'm yes, glad sir. you're feeling better. Thank sorry, you. Sorry that you had to go to the hospital, but sometimes man's got to do what a man's got to do. Right. Okay, I was on my way to Orlando about a year ago, mm -hmm. and I got a ticket on the turnpike. I had about a... 200 extra dollars, and I decided, well, let me do something different. I went to Orlando, and I got a $150 ticket on the way. Well, <clears throat> in a nutshell, I wanted to uh, have the, the jurisdiction changed from up there down here so I could go to court for it. Because when you go to court, you know, you see a judge, and he uh, usually gives you a break. You pick a little... Yeah, fine. if you let him shampoo your hair and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Well... Unfortunately, what they told me is I had to, if I wanted to set up a court date, I had to write them a letter, and I could set up a court date, but I had to set up a court date in their jurisdiction. Yeah. It wasn't transferable. So my information for that gentleman who, who called earlier is that he doesn't, I mean, there might be other, other ways to go consulting an attorney. I don't know, but from my personal knowledge, I believe that, I know I, the only thing I could do is pay for the ticket and get the points. No, you know, I think you're missing the point. He's looking for uh, lawyers in the Orlando area who do the same thing that the ticket defense team do here. There must be somebody up there who does uh, this kind of thing, you would think. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the point then. That's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but see, otherwise you never would have called with this terminal call, see? Okay. So it's good that you're confused. Okay. Uh, one more thing, Neil. Terminal, um, yeah. I agree with you when you talk about our vice president. I think he's uh, an a-hole, too. Our vice president? You would dignify this walking slime ball by even using those terms? What are we thinking about, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> okay. With his cue cards about how to spell, like, uh, limited syllabic words in elementary school. He's got to have cue cards to make sure that he knows what the hell he's talking about. And even the people who wrote the cue cards are dumber than he is. I couldn't, I couldn't and imagine. And he's saying to that poor little 12-year-old kid is standing there, and he writes it out, and he's standing there very proudly. Now, you left a little something there off. You know, and a kid should have turned around and said, hey, they left a little something off of you, too, when you were born, asshole, like a brain. <laughs> God. Neil, my question is this. Yes. Um, have you, I don't know, but have you ever heard of a president changing his vice president when running for a second term? Well, I'm not a crook. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I don't, I'm sure it's happened sometime, but I don't. Uh, I don't. Not in my lifetime. Yeah, I think what's happening. With I think Roosevelt changed the vice presidents a couple of times. I'm sure he did because Truman only came along like in the third term. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's what uh, Bush should do if he wants to win this this next election. Because, yeah. in my opinion, what's hurt him since the beginning is the a hole he has with him, because. I mean, and to top it off, I mean, we're in an election period, and the, and the vice president can't even spell tomato. It's a lost cause, sir. It's a lost cause. Good luck to us. 
Okay, Neil. Have a nice life. See you. Bye. 11.45 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade, 751. I have a fax here from Irene in Boynton Beach who says the kids on MTV last night asked very to-the-point excellent questions of Governor Billy and that it wasn't too bad and that uh, they did themselves proud and she's proud of our younger generation and they're not all like Sister, uh, what's her name, uh, Sledge, Sister uh, Sleaze, Sister uh, Crab, Sister uh, Soldier. As in soldier boy, what a bunch of crap. God. And they just keep inflicting us with her over and over. Every time you turn on your TV set, it's like somebody is slapping you in the face with something or somebody. Here's a lady in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. How you doing? Okay. Welcome back. Yeah. I'm glad you're at the hospital. Yeah, me too. Sorry for that experience you had. Yeah. Yeah, I had yeah. one. I'm telling you, when I was in the hospital, Dumb. I got hit by this car. Mm-hmm. And one nurse, I tell you... got hit you, by a car when you were in the hospital. That must have been exciting. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously, though. When yeah. one nurse would give me medicine, and I will feel no pain. I feel so good, okay? Yeah, but... An- another nurse come in there and give me medicine? Hell, mm-hmm. I'd be sick as a dog, yeah. taking my guts out and everything. Doing what? So, you know, I mean, these nurses and doctors is nothing but <laughs> major yeah. I'm serious. Amen. Oh, God, we need to do something about them. Right. Send them all across the water somewhere. We're there you go. Put them all on a rubber boat. There you go. With I'm Sister Soldier. Neil, I got two things I want. I want to say, call someone a douchebag, okay? Go ahead. I want to call Mitch at the Hollywood Food Stamp a major bonehead Douchebag. Yeah. Okay. And yep. can you dedicate? Were you born an asshole to all the doctors and the nurses? Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Have a good life, Neil. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. I think I'm going to break back into the hospital. Eleven forty-eight. WYOD. There's a lonely dateline sitting there that's just waiting for somebody with an IQ bigger than their uh, thing. At 751-WYOD. Hey, how, have you, uh, how about it? What am I talking about? I'm incoherent. I'm talking about Snapple. Hey, I may not know how to say it, like Dan Quayle, but I know how to drink it. I got it right here. Some Snapple Diet Raspberry Iced Tea. Real brewed iced tea. Man, you can taste the difference between this and those chemical feasts. Have you ever had the iced tea in the can? I'm not going to mention what the brand name is. And it tastes like you're drinking about 35 different chemicals. And it leaves that metallic kind of grotesque taste in your mouth. Not Snapple because there is nothing artificial in any of the Snapple products. They're all 100% natural, made from the best stuff on earth. No artificial colors, no preservatives, no artificial ingredients. It is delicious. And, of course, come in those big 16-ounce bottles with a screw-off cap. And the newest flavors to the Snapple family are peach-flavored iced tea and tea-flavored Snap-Up. For those of you Cub fans out there who just can't handle the pressure and the uh, emotion the last half-dozen days... Pick up Snapple and get the habit at 7-Eleven, Walgreens, Albertsons, Freddy's, at Pizza Loft. There he is again, man. He's everywhere like a creeping disease. At Pantry Pride, Woolies Fine Foods, at Offerdahl's, Doris Meats, Great Values, Sunny's Original, Cattleman's, Gerber's Beverages, and Nature's Way Restaurants. Get the Snapple habit and hang on tight. The opinions expressed in this program are not necessarily those of 610 WIOD or its sponsors. For the big fight in late night. I'm going to kick his ass. NBC and Fox TV present Leno versus Arsenio. In this corner, Jay the Chin Leno. And in this corner, his opponent, Arsenio 
It's the heavyweight fight that's all tough. Ah, you're taking quite a beating, Chip. Hey, uh, hit me all you want. I'll punch more. And who will win in this after-dark clash of the Titans? Hey, where, where's my mouthpiece? They don't make them big enough, Arsenio. Here, suck on his tire. It's an endless barrage of punchlines. Did you see this? Can you believe this? Leno versus Arsenio. Find out whose ratings will take a dive in the big fight for late night, tonight and every night on television. Yeah, I can't wait. 11.53 at WIOD, Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. Welcome back. Thank you. Do you think it's possible that President, uh, President Quayle, Mr. Quayle does this stuff on purpose just for the press? Because he's been most of your show this morning. Yeah. Do you think that's possible at all? I mean, no, I don't. I think President... Why, why do you keep... I see you planted that seed in my mind, sir. I think he's endearing President himself Quayle. to the majority... No, he's not. The majority of the people are discovering that he's a bonehead, which they should have known before, okay? Oh, but, Neil, you know the public's mostly stupid. Yeah. So they identify with him. Well, that's true. They found a hero. I they think found as... Well, you know that album, As Stupid As They Want to Be? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's his favorite. I think the word for this election is obfuscate. Yes. Like your sports staff. I turned it in last night by accident. On, on the draft talk? And what were they talking about? Football. Mm-hmm. The uh, draft, of course. Football. Yeah. Hey, listen, there is no sports talk in this market, okay? They're, they're, I've come to the conclusion that to use that, it's just an oxymoron. There is no such show on any station as sports talk. It's just draft talk. That's all they talk about is draft crap. Can I ask you something else because you're a maven and you'd know? Whatever it is, I'll make it up. All right, good. When I was, up in, when I was in New York... I think that we soup is starting to kick in, George. Yep. When I was in New York, we always called the Caribbean the Caribbean. Down here, I've always called, heard it called the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But one of your publishers, who are po supposed to be, I mean, publishers, advertisers, the Caribbean people, they call it Caribbean publishing. So is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Whatever makes you happy, okay? There's one other thing. Yeah. Um, Helen's a douchebag, and bring back the bird. 1154 at WIOD. What an asshole. Uh, what is this? Who brought this in? I just, um... I don't get it. Somebody brought in some kind of a stupid card, and it's just uh, so dumb that it's, it must have been from the last caller. Miami on the star line. Oh, Neil, my goodness. You, yeah. I, you know, I can just thank God you're back, and I can tell from, uh, from, from the that amount last of popularity. Call. You, well, yeah, well, I, that one put me to sleep. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you must be popular as ever because, you know, I've been here 40 minutes, and it's, uh, it's one bit, two calls, and then another break for commercials so right. i'm glad your sponsors are keeping you alive. well i'm glad you well that's what I'm we're here for here sir that's all we're here for is to make money we're not here to do anything else that's well, what broadcasting is all about we're a bunch of whores and we admit it i'm sorry your employers aren't happy that you're alive but i'm glad your sponsors they're are oblivious don't you understand they're oblivious to human feeling and need and suffering and pain and anything they're just uh, I, they're I, just I, there i saw that last week i figured it out a week ago, Friday, when you called into Rick and Suds. Mm -hmm. Neil, a couple of quick things. Um, you're absolutely right. The doctors are coming in there just to bilk your insurance company. The guy comes in with that damn mm -hmm. respirator toy. Did you have mm -hmm. to blow and suck on that? Yeah, thing? I sure did. They, they were. They you get your bill. They later, sent they some nurse in there with that little mm -hmm. toy. She says, "Oh, I'm here to teach you how to blow." I said, "Honey, I think I'm way ahead of you." Okay. <laughs> And they get you in there, and when you get your bill, they charge you for that little plastic thing. You can pick it up at Toys R Us. Right, exactly. Cents. The doctor encouraged me to take it home with me, which I did. It's probably going to charge me 100 bucks for it. <laughs> it's 65 bucks. Really? I think you went to the wrong 65 hospital. bucks. Yeah, for that little piece of cheap plastic. Woo! 
And then did they stick you in these... Uh, and not only that, I didn't need it anyway. Every time I breathed in, oh, look at that. He's got things going all the way to the top. There was no, I had no problem with my lungs. I didn't think so. My lungs are fine. Did they strap you into these uh, super tight stockings so that the uh, blood... Oh, was that, I had forgotten all Remember about that, that. Before you go into the, oh, the operation, please, you, know, you put on that stupid gown and that Just little shower cap, and you feel like Grandma Moses on, in heat, and you have to put on these real super tight stockings that come up all the way to your crotch. Right. And they're so tight, and then allegedly they're there for your circulation. Yes. And what they really do is they cut off your circulation so that to make sure that you start getting blood clots in your legs, I guess. <laughs> That's about it. Man, oh, man, when she finally told me I could take those things off, I thought, holy crap, I can breathe. That's like my whole body could breathe. Well, the thing is just a major ripoff. Oh, God, are those things uncomfortable. Next time you want an operation, go to Canada. I'm not having no more operations, okay? So I'm never going back in. Good. Have a great day. You too. Boy, these calls are sure really, uh, I'm, you got any no-dos? 1157 at WIOD. We have an open line on the Star Line, Star IOD, Boca. Hey, Neil. How you doing today? Okay. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. I, uh, I got a couple of uh, uh, pig stories for you today. Kind yes? Of cheer you up a little. I was going uh, home uh, on 95, and they had the, a speed trap set. And on the second end of the, the trap, the guy who would pursue and pull over, he was stuck in the sugar sand of the median. All right. Just flinging dirt. I love it. I, I gave him a nice smile. Be oh, yeah. Tell him, pursue and pull this, pal. Yeah. Uh, one of my guys um, was uh, ran out of gas on 95. He stopped, you know, pulled over to the emergency lane and went to get gas. He wasn't any more than five minutes. He come back with a ticket on his windshield mm -hmm. for being uh, for running out for of gas. For being a habitual runner out of gas. Cop told him he should keep his... Is thankful. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And uh, one last thing, mm -hmm. um, let's, or two, one, second to last thing. Uh, there was a um, story about. They busted uh, some guy uh, stealing turtle eggs on Fort Lauderdale Beach yesterday. The turtle egg police. <laughs> How come it is when all these punks are shooting cab drivers and killing each other and blowing uh, guys away in convenience stores? There's never a porker around, okay? They're never around at quite the right time. Hey, but if that, somebody's that, wearing the wrong T-shirt on Hollywood Beach or somebody is uh, picking up turtle eggs on Lauderdale Beach, man, they're right there, man. Hey, no, no turtle's going to uh, hurt them. Yeah, What are they going to do, gnaw their leg off? Yeah. Anyway, um, hopefully, we uh, there was a, um, a guy alongside uh, on, on 95 up in Gainesville, and... Uh, Oh no, I seventy five, and uh, uh, he was he saw a, a state trooper go by, and he uh, yelled at the trooper. He said, "Pig!" And so the the cop replied, "Redneck!" like that. And uh, he got up on top of the hill, and what do you think the cop ran into? A three hundred and seventy five pound hog. <laughs> Great. True story. All right. That was a true story. Maybe there is uh, somebody up there after all. Yeah, they, that, it, it takes time, but they yeah. get them. So. Sooner or later, you're right. As uh, they say in Atlanta, justice for all. Yeah. I'd like to call my brother-in-law, Mike Tesh, a uh, paint-slinging, lacquer-breathing, um, wood-graining, faux-finishing, pickle-headed <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have a good one, Neil. Okay, calm down. Well, listen, we got Wheel of Meat. We got the top. In fact, I think they're using my gallbladder they're going to slam on the table today. The top ten tabloid trash headlines with the good old Rick and Dud. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, no. They broke in my room and stole my wallet. Oh, and I was so in the mood. 
You're in a strange town, about to go to bed with a strange woman, when you unexpectedly find your hotel room has been broken into and your wallet has been stolen. Your condoms are gone. It's late and there's no time to go out and replace them. She's ready and in the mood now. What do you do? Well, if you had Americana Express condoms, you could just pick up the phone and call 1-800-CONDOM. And within minutes, one of our quickie service representatives would rush over and replace them. Because when she's ready, she's ready. And we know that won't last forever. Ask for the Carl Malden special. If it'll fit over that big honker, it'll fit over anything. Anyway, it's 12.06 at WIOD, and we do have an open line in Dade. At, was he talking about Elaine's old nose? 751-9463. 751-WIOD. That's the famous Elaine Etor nose condom. Pompano. Oh, it helps to punch it up, I guess. Hello. Neil. Yeah. Yeah, two things. First thing is for that guy who got the ticket in Orlando. Yes. There's a place up there called either the Traffic Clinic or the Ticket Clinic. Okay. That does the same kind of thing as the Ticket Defense Team. Great. I hear the ad all the time when I'm up there. Good. Second thing. Who gets the payoff on these all-star ballots for the NL? What do you mean who gets the payoff? These things are told. I mean, it's unrealistic. Well, I know that. It's like these fans have no clue. They jam the box. I understand that. I mean, like uh, Benito Santiago. Yeah. How long has he been injured? And he's got like 200,000 more votes. Because they recognize the name. It's like, it's like an election when the incumbent always gets back in because people are so stupid. They look for the first name they recognize, and then they punch it up. Why don't they just let the, uh, the players do this? Because then it would be uh, too fair. Right. Your boy Mark Grace is in sixth, and he's having yeah, a great year. Mark Grace is so far and away the superior first baseman in the National League, even though Will Clark's in a few more points right now. Mark well, Grace is well, God. John, John Crook's doing pretty good, too. Nah, screw him. He's a fat slob. But what about I hate John Crook. Well, he's interesting, though. No, he's not. He, he, are we back on this again? He's not interesting. Fat, out-of-shape guys in baseball are not interesting. Okay, what about Darren Dalton? Now, he's Now, he's interesting. But he's in sixth. Yeah. He's the best catcher in the league. Right, he's interesting. Well, that's all I got to say, Neil. Okay. You have a good one. And you too. 12.07 at WIOD. We got three open lines again, and we got half the show to go here, which means we're, we're not getting, like, bombarded with a tremendous torrent of response here this week. This isn't the kind of uh, response you expect after you've come back from a near-death experience. I'd have been better off to go on a goddamn Arsenio show and talk about, like, near-death experiences and how I had visions of uh, the Virgin Mary and uh, the more is Stephen, uh, what's his name, Joseph Smith or Stephen Smith or Stephen Stills. And, by the way, this chair is going to break any second. Did you hear that? The back of the chair just, like, with a little pop, like, like that. So if you think we work in a really low-class outfit here where everything is falling apart in disgrace, you're absolutely... By the way, I wonder, did they ever fix this pot? No. Remember, Mitch Weenie was in here yesterday, and I mentioned, oh, yeah, we'll do that later on. Yeah, we got to get in through the back there, yeah. Okay, excuse me, but uh, we got a dirty pot in here, and this is like on the air, like it's supposed to be a real radio station broadcasting through the uh, gigantic uh, tall thing out in the backyard there called a tower. Miami, hello. Hey, what's going on? Yes, sir. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Good. Sorry to hear that you had to have that operation. Well, it's all in the past now. It's like, you know, that anesthesiologist, she did have a good point. She came to my room and she said, you know, pretty soon the day will come when this will all be like a bad memory in the past. Yeah. How did you find out you had to have that operation, though? 
Because I had gallstones. I know, but how'd you, how did you learn about the gallstones? How do you know about them? Because yeah. you start getting, like, pains in your right side. And then you go and you have, uh, like, a uh, thing done, an ultrasound, and they look inside of you, and they say, oh, yeah, look at that. There's, like, a little rock garden inside your gallbladder. I think I'm going to have to go because lately I've been getting those damn pains down there, and I'm afraid to go. I don't want to go through what you went through. Why don't you try the olive oil and lemon juice? Uh-uh. <laughs> Hey, listen, if you'd rather go in, you're laughing, pal. I got news for you. If I would have listened, I might have been able to avoid this whole thing. Yeah, I guess I'm quick to say before I forget. There's a guy who called you a couple of days ago, and he said because you were a homo that he was not going to be a listener anymore. Because well, I'm a homo? Yeah. Well, oh. excuse me. Let me rephrase That's that. That's okay. Faggot would be good. <laughs> but he is the homo himself because, you know, if anybody had any... Any brain. Oh, that kid calls like 7,000 times every day up in Coral Springs. He's upset because he was born with like a little like a, an acorn where his thing is supposed to be. He's just a big asshole, that's all. Well, I don't know about that part, but at least maybe it evens out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have a great day. You too. And watch out for those stones, man. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Homo. Thought that was some kind of milk you get in the supermarket. Ten past noon at WIOD. We have an open line. By the way, all the homos are coming out of the closet on Geraldo this afternoon. I bet you there'll be like a big long line of them. At least one or two deep. Why are they always doing that? Oh, major celebrities. It's another one of these coming out. And, and there's the guy who used to be on uh, um, Bewitched. Is it Dick uh, Sargent? Which one is it? Is it Dick York or Dick Sargent? I forget because they both played her husband on the Bewitched, which I love that show, by the way. And I get them confused because one of them is very dead, and which is why the other one. I think Dick uh, York was the first one with the real big ears. And he died, and then Dick Sargent came along, and he was the, what's-her-name's husband, Samantha, on Bewitched. And he's the one that came out of the closet on the line. And this is probably a repeat anyway. So they're just going to keep promoting it every week. Oh, here's another major celebrity coming out of the closet on Geraldo, and every week it's going to be Dick Sargent, you know, or David Cassidy. It's 11 afternoon at WIOD or Eric Estrada or uh, Merv Griffin. Anyway, Sony, uh, Sony Data Discman, I bet you a lot of you folks are wondering... What can you put in the palm of your hand and have hours of fun playing with? The Sony Data Discman. That's right. It's small enough to fit in the palm of your hand, remarkably easy to use. And it's an electronic book reader. It is more fun than a barrel full of monkeys. In fact, I've had that at the house the last couple of days, and I just can't put the damn thing down. Or the Discman either. It's capable of displaying thousands of pages of text and graphics stored on a removable disc. And there's like a whole library of discs that you put in there on all those uh, amazing topics. For example, there's Roger Ebert's Movie Home Companion. You even see an ugly graphic of his fat face on there. And you look up uh, his reviews and all the different people that were in just about every movie that's ever been made. And the USA Today, 1990, 91-year in review. And Timetable of Arts and Entertainment, the International Wine Guide. The World Survey uh, tra uh, Travel Translator, Zagat Survey of Restaurants, Total Baseball, Sporting News Baseball. There's just a tremendous list of discs for you to put in there and just have a ball with. It's like a reference source that puts a world of information right at your fingertips, and it comes with headsets so that, like, there's a novel. You sit there, and then, like, the guy reads it to you in real voices. Not one of those electronic, yes, is a recording. Not one of those things. It's like real voices. It's really a blast. The Sony Data Disc Man is a learning tool for school, for business and pleasure, a whole world of information that can fit, like I said, right in the palm of your hand or in your pocket or in your briefcase. Come and check it out at your nearest Brandsmart location. Grolier's Encyclopedia is included free with every unit that you buy, and it's the perfect gift for Father's Day, graduation, back to school, for anything. This Saturday, June 20th, we'll be at Brandsmart in the Sawgrass Mills from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can see a demonstration of the Sony Data 
Data Disc Band. And we'll have our Camillus House goodies and some good stuff to give away this Saturday, 11 to 1, at Brands Mart in the Sawgrass Mills Mall. Don't touch that dial. Coming up this afternoon at 2, it's Rick Riley and Suds Coleman. Join us then for Rick and Suds. Several hours away from your next uh, traffic report. I don't want to keep you on the edge of your seat. Here's a portable in Key Biscayne. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? All right. Hey, Neil, what are you been for you? First, you got arrested, then your house, then your satellite. Right. And now your golf Gall bladder. bladder. And what could be next? I don't know. Probably I get a nose job next or something. No, I think it's the work of Rick Sanchez. He's doing brujeria on you or something. Yeah, could be. Witchcraft, I'm telling you. Right. Neil, <laughs> feel danger for your life. Could be Swishcraft. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, look how many things that happen. Yeah, and it's only the middle of June. Just wait. I know you still got six more months to go. Okay, I'm, I'm holding it. All right, just be careful, Neil. Okay. Okay, take care, See. Neil. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 1217 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County, 751 Neurosis, 751 WIOD. Coconut Creek. Gail, Gail. Cute. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil, how are you? Okay. Was that, was that Al Lombardo on the phone? Huh? What is it, sir? This is Juan, the ex-Cubs player. The what? Ex-Minor League Cubs player. All right? right. With the Satellite Company, Satellite One over here, remember? Right. Hey, man, what's going on? Six We're, in a row. Yeah. I'm ecstatic. We're smoking, man. <laughs> we are dynamite. His bullpen is doing great. Yeah, even that Bob Scanlon who couldn't get arrested in the panty raid. That kid is a disaster. Really? What's going When's on? When's the game yesterday? I don't know. I don't Every understand. dog has its day. Good reason to party, right? Yeah. Hey, question. Satellite go bad? What? Did your satellite go bad? No, why? I heard that 
the other asshole on the phone. He said that. What are you talking about? That, for, the caller before me. He said you sounded like we were bad. No, no. He was talking about the problem I had with the city when they were trying to find me $80 million for being a habitual satellite offender. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. No, my satellite isn't bad. Just the city went bad. <laughs> How are you feeling, Neil? Which, by the way, I wonder if Randy from Rice International has ever gotten my thing inspected out there because I don't see any writing on my permit back there on the dish and it would be very nice sometime this year before I die if they would get the damn inspections over so it's like official well, before be they decide they want to start. Me. Huh? Don't be afraid to call me. Yeah, there you go. I'll, th I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah, for a long time. Good, good, good. Okay, Neil, I'm out of material. I'm just glad those Cubs are winning. Here. Okay, today's seven in a row this afternoon, sir. Is Mike Jim Morgan LaFaber is God. Ziggy? What? Is Jim LaFaber really Ziggy? Yeah. All right, Neil. Good luck to you. Love you. Bye-bye. Two open lines are both in Dade, 751946. How come I don't understand what any of these people are saying today? It must be I'm still recuperating. It must be the anesthesia. Hasn't worn off yet, because I haven't got the foggiest idea what the crap these people are talking about. Coral Springs... Yeah, take a defense team that handles North Florida. Yes? It's um, it's located in South Florida in Tamarack or Margator. One of those what? Cities. I swear to God, the number is 753 Oh, wait a minute. Don't be giving numbers on here. What is it called? The ticket defense. It's the same, same name as Northern Florida, as no, Southern Florida. No chance. I swear to God. Then two other things. Um, Officer Al... 1220, you know, why do they send these kids back to school? Okay, at least they could learn to spell a word like douchebag or potato or something. You know, learn something. Learn something. Go get a book. Stick your head in it. Or stick something in it, okay? God almighty, why do they... I'm all for whoever said put the kids in school year-round. Send them to camp with, like, lots of barbed wire and electronically charged fences. And, like, lots of saltpeter in their milk. And just keep them calm and sedated and doped up all the time. Want a great restaurant in Plantation? I bet you a lot of people can't find a great restaurant in Plantation. we got some good ones. Well, Brasserie Max is certainly a great restaurant. You just haven't been there yet. It's right inside the main entrance in the Plantation Fashion Mall. Fabulous salads and sandwiches and delicious pastas like their great angel hair pasta with pesto meatballs. And delicious oak-grilled specialties like oak-grilled pizzas and oak-grilled double breast of chicken and oak-grilled calf's liver and Caribbean-style poke chops and oak-grilled New York steak with Cabernet butter. Just a sensational menu. And don't forget, they are now announcing their... What is he talking about? Happy hour in the Piano Bar Lounge with great drink price uh, specials. Every afternoon, premium pours, house wines, and domestic beer. And a happy hour appetizer menu that you're bound to love, including garlicky potato crisps and oak grilled chicken skewers and onion crisps and buffalo chicken fingers and three spinach dip. Perfect for many of the people we've talked to today. So whether it's lunch or dinner or an afternoon snack or a drink or all of that put together, then try the Brasserie Max inside the Plantation Fashion Mall, just two blocks north of Broward Boulevard on University Drive, right between Macy's and Sheraton at the entrance, the front of the mall in Plantation. Okay, bonus topping quickly. Okay, the topping, hold on, oh, the shorts open, here comes the topping. 
God, Ew, it's all over his hands. Okay, what do we got for the topping? I think it's wet nuts here, folks. They got it! Wet nuts, all right! Yeah! Wait, 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 Adam? Yeah? You sure he was naming a topping? Yeah! Oh, oh okay, yeah, all right. Uh, yes! It's Rick and Suggs, this afternoon at 2 on South Florida's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk Radio, 610 WIOD. News update from the award-winning 610 WIOD News Center comes up at the top of the hour. Don't forget the uh, staff pot party today. No, seriously, they're having a staff weed party today because this is the month where everybody's had to undergo their uh, drug testing. And so to try to give them like a little equal footing now. They want to give everybody a chance to get uh, charged up again. 1225 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward. That's what I understand from, I don't want to mention any names inside the building, but some of these guys, after they go over there, they do their little thing in the cup, and they, like, go out and smoke a number the size of a Malaluka Bratsy tree. That's just a rumor, though, inside the building. Hi, Ali, on the star line. Neil. Yes, sir. I am... It's called making up for lost time is what it's called. Well, of course. I'm in a quandary here, Neil. I got a problem. That's obvious. Uh, yeah, well, of course. I don't... I, I'm so torqued off at your management staff. You're torqued off? I am totally torqued off. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't listen all day yesterday and as a protest, but then yeah. I scanned the dial. Probably too up. much monkeying around. He's probably Peter torqued off. Those, I can't believe that you're in the hospital cute. in that kind really of a cute. position. See, that went over your head, didn't it? Yeah, just a you little bit. You wouldn't know uh, Johnny Dolan from Mickey Dolan, <laughs> would you? Huh? I, I, it went over my head. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, Love the monkeys. I can't believe that, that you're in the hospital like that, and the management staff... Couldn't give a crap less. Couldn't give a crap less. Why don't you believe I, that? I, I would be... I would walk That's in. exactly the way they feel. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Right. And Mike Disney's a, you know what... An asshole. We know that. He's an asshole. He is an yeah, asshole. He's an insensitive, mindless, uh, self-centered, egotistical... Uh, you know, he's got an inferiority complex, and he resents talent, like most management. And there's people above him that, that also didn't do anything. I'd, I'd walk into that building every day. I'd be so damned resentful I am. and hateful. I am. And then Thursday comes, and I forget about it. I, I wish there was something. I wish there was something I could, you know, that everybody could do to to get together and tell them what a bunch of jerk offs they are. They already know that. It's not going to do any good. You think that they care? Do you think that they really have it? They give a damn about what you people think? Just because they're about like once every two or three months, they bring a focus group. They get about ten morons together inside a Holiday Inn somewhere, and they ask them what they think about what's on the air. Like we really give a crap. It's just an excuse to go out and get some free booze and meals again. That's all. Yeah, but it's like that that new Billy Joel take off that you have you and you and rick and suds are the only talent on the whole program make no mistake making, about that there is no question about that you're making the money for the company and that's right. why people are listening and you go in and they just leave you out there hanging and could give a crap less well you know what it's mutual believe me well all of you up there in upper iod management screw yourselves yeah thank you okay bye 1228, I know he certainly speaks for the masses when he says that. We have an open line on the star line at Star IOD. Something smells in here. It's like some smell reminiscent from the hospital. I think it, you carry it around with you. It's like that real bad aroma from when you first start uh, getting all those poisons, those toxins from the anesthetic out of your body, and you start putting them in that little plastic bottle, you know? Oh, God, is that just a... Just imagine what they've put inside of you, okay? I don't want to gross you out. It is the middle of the lunch hour, but just stop and think about it. 
if all that real foul smelling, just horrible stuff is coming out of you, what have they put into you? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, God only knows. Here's uh, Plantation. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Welcome back. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you so much, sir. Remember you were talking about ice cream earlier in the show? You didn't, you didn't call earlier, like this morning? No. At 9.30 when you were trying to get on? No. Okay. I wouldn't talk to Mike Ranieri. He's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, anyway. He's a possum head. He's a jackass. If somebody would drill one more hole in his uh, head, they'd steal his head for a bowling ball. You do know that, don't you? Yeah, it's hollow. Makes he's, a difference. He's a good guy. Well, old anyway. Guy. Old, real old. Yeah. There's a place called Jackson's Ice Cream Parlor. Ooga Booga, yep. Near Miami in International Airport. Uh, there is? Yeah. The only one I know of is in Dania. That's the original one. They're up there by Highline. Yeah, there's one over they just built it. It's got the best ice cream. They've got this gallon special. Yeah. Where they give you a gallon of ice cream. And they yeah. put whatever toppings you want on it. And then they got it in the back room. They stick you like in a little bathtub, and they surround you with hot fudge and whipped nuts, and they, like, uh, pour stuff all over your body. Yeah, but nobody knows where it came from, though. Yeah. And I wanted to call Mr. Mark Lynn, our principal. Yeah. And Mr. Hill, no good tobacco-spitting, ugly, pitted head douchebags. Yeah. God, they can go, well, I can't say that on the air. Well, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Let's see if we can't do this for you. What do you want to say is they can go themselves. Is that what you were going to say? Yes. All right. Have a great day, Neil. And you too. Bye. Great call. See, you're reluctant to put those little pinheads on there. That would happen to be an excellent call. I'd just a stroke of luck, I guess. Or a stroke of something. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. <laughs> yeah. How are you Boy, George today? is getting so damn defensive in there. All I got to do is just, you know, he's another. he's become another one of these little like children. And if you don't pat him on the head and say just the right words, then all of a sudden he starts yeah. getting all psychotic. Yes. How you doing today? I can't stand people like that, man. If you if you look at them just like just the wrong way or you don't say exactly the words that they want to hear at a given moment, it's like, oh, yeah, you're not treating me bad. You I know? agree totally. I'm tired of that. All I these moody totally. damn people. Neil, can I call somebody a douchebag? Well, not if that's the essence of your call, sir. We have to have a little verbal intercourse here first. Okay, well, let's intercourse then. That's enough. Now, who is it? <laughs> I'm Chris from Boynton Beach. Okay. Taking lunch. See ya. 1230 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. And, uh, you know, sometimes just a little intercourse is enough. And in that case, that was more than enough. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Yeah, how you doing? Great. Man, uh, I just got back from school, so I haven't been able to list you. You got back one. from school? School. Where? Uh, University of Florida. Oh, my God. I know, well, I know. So what do you mean by that? It's the middle of June. What's going on? Well, no, I had to stay down there. I had other stuff to take care of. What, like a couple of murders or something? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was bad. That was gross. I know, I know. But uh, I haven't been able to listen to you for a while, but from what I can gather, your uh, little hospital uh, experience was pretty entertaining, huh? It was puke-inducing, sir. Duna, let me give you, a, you're, you're a young guy. I want to give you a piece of advice to carry with you through the rest of your life. Yeah. Do not let them put you in the hospital, okay? Yeah. And it, I'm, you're laughing. I'm serious. And if if it's like a desperate emergency and that you like life and death, make sure somebody goes with you who is there at all times. Yeah, that's probably that's trust probably me. Right somebody thing. who can act like a bodyguard who will stand and guard the door of your room and protect your life, come hell or high water. I'm telling you. Just I remember, know. I told you that. I know. There are a bunch of butchers in there, sir. <laughs> but uh. In response to that, uh, other than that, it was okay. Yeah, but in, in response, <laughs> in response to that, sister uh, soul train or, or sister tank, soldier, she be the soldier of uh, something. Soldier of hate is what she is. Yeah, well, uh, what a skanky bitch she is. I know huh? she makes me sick. Did you see her on the God? Uh, 
Did you see on the press conference yesterday? Yeah, I saw some clips of it, and then I wake up this morning, and the first thing I got to look at is her ugly puss on CBS this morning today. I know. Well, you know, she was sweating like a pig on there. Yeah. Did you see her? She was sweating. She and was just she... acting natural. Yeah, I know. And they... <laughs> they ought to do the lung scan on that bitch, strap that thing over her head, man, and just uh, beat her to within an inch of her damn putrid life. <laughs> what an obnoxious bitch. Yeah, she's obnoxious. God. Well, let's kill some white people this week. Yeah, hey, that's good. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know. disgusting, vulgar... I almost said the word that George mentioned this morning. It begins well, you, with a C. Use the beep again, then. Yeah, you disgusting, vulgar... C yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, um... I'm smelling that smell again from the hospital. Oh, yeah. God, is it rank. Oh, you know what I'm talking? That real, I, I hate the smell. That real medicinal, sickly, like, poison gas. Yeah, I know. It's like, like, you're, like you're strapped onto a bed at Auschwitz. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Over in, uh, yeah. Yeah, over in Yenemsville, right. Yeah. Well, Neil, I'm all out of material, man. That's obvious. You have a great life. All right, you too. See ya. 27 till 1 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524. And out of town, it's like up in Palm Beach and over there in Stewart. And all over the goddamn state, we got the 800 number there. And since the sisters are kind of kind of uh, disabled that line, they kind of uh, unicized that line. It's been pretty weak. 1-800-944-WIOD. And speak of the devil, talk about the smell in the hospital. Kendale Air Conditioning has a service that is so timely and so perfect for what I've been talking about the last three days. It's called the Biotech Duct Sanitizing System. And if your ducts haven't been sanitized, man, there's no telling what they're going to be doing. And duct sanitizers, uh, sanitizing is something they've been doing in laboratories and hospitals for years because, needless to say, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that viruses and other indoor pollutants can originate right inside those air ducts. And so sanitizing is now a must, especially if you have an allergy sufferer in your home or orifice. And the people at Kendale Air Conditioning know how to do it best. The biotech system will disinfect, sanitize, and reseal your entire inner surface, leaving your entire duct system like brand new. They'll be happy to give you a free estimate at Kendale Air Conditioning. Biotech eliminates microscopic algae spores, bacteria, mold, dust mites, mildew, odors, and all the gross stuff that's sitting up there in your vent system making everybody sick and just puke-inducing the air that you're breathing, okay? Biotech uses a hospital-proven chemical, and the end result is a safer, cleaner, and healthier air conditioning system that's more efficient, too, so they can save you some money each and every month on that disgusting FP&L bill. Call for a free estimate today. Kendale Air Conditioning at 255-6439. That's 255-6439. This fall, join us for another exciting season of Dolphins and Hurricanes football action right here on South Florida's Sports Station. I was on the other guy's ballot. What other guy? The Republican guy. Oh, no, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Ted. I didn't want to break that. Which one did you vote for? I'm not going to get into it, Ted. You'll freak out on me, okay? Not, no way. Yeah. That, uh, that hooded freak? <laughs> Which one? Be specific. What's his name, man? I'm not going to argue, the Paul. Guy, the guy from CNN? Ted Turner, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. You voted for Buchanan? I voted for Ted Turner. Dude, why yeah. don't you just send the police right into my pad? I knew. Why don't you just give them my Ted. phone number and address? Ted. And let them come over Ted. and kill me. <laughs> man, you ele you're going to elect the thought police. Ted, Ted, this wasn't a presidential election. This is a primary, okay? 
I didn't have a chance to vote for the other side. Give me the chance to vote for the other side. Rick, call. What? My pal, Rick, voted for a I Nazi. Knew, I knew this would be... I didn't vote for a Nazi! <laughs> 21 till 1 at WIOD on your politically astute station. Speaking of that, here's the Malaluka Bratzi lady. Hi. How you doing? Welcome back from the dead and join the crowd. Oh, God. I, was I feel pretty hospital. good today, as a matter of fact, up until this moment. What? I said I'm feeling pretty good right now. Well, wait, you're going to feel better when you hear this. A year and a half ago, I was in the hospital. A year and a half cancer. ago? What? Colon cancer that didn't spread, thank God. <laughs> yeah. You had what? Colon cancer? Colon cancer that didn't spread. And I was laying with IV for three weeks, not four days. I got you beat. I went through hell. I didn't think I'd make it. Mm. Really? Yeah. And I want to tell you, I know exactly what you're talking about. They brought me that stuff with the balls that you got to blow through, you know? Right, (laughs) yeah. And I blew... And they, 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 they told me to can I ask thing. you can I ask you a question? Yeah. Your son with the eyes, is that the one that's tittering in the background? Yeah, he's laughing. Doesn't he what, can, no seriously, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What does he do? Doesn't he work? Doesn't he like go out and play uh no, he, marbles? He works. He, he what? works his drawers eating. No, no, no seriously, he doesn't does. he have a job? He's it, it pardon me? He, he works. He Doing works what? With a DJ at night. Oh, jeez. Oh, anyway, God. Why don't you send him, to re- send him to reform school or something? Get him out of the house. He's too old for reform school. Oh, he's too old to be sitting there with mommy. Put him in reform school. God. Anyway, he tortured the nurses while I was Send him the over hospital. to Gilbert's house. <laughs> what? Send him over to Gilbert's house. God. Well, maybe they could hold him. Don't, let, let me ask you something. Yeah. Doesn't it disturb you that he's such like a, a waste of, of uh, space? Well, he's athletic. He works out. He has a lot he does. He works out with what? He, he, he goes to, he's athletic. He works out He's a lot. athletic? Yeah. He's about as athletic as Richard Simmons. What are you, you talking are, about? You've never seen him work out. Oh, you know. God, please. Not while not on the lunch hour. Anyway, oh, too late. Anyway, Neil? Yeah. I want to tell you, I know what you're talking about. I didn't think I'd get out alive, I swear to yeah. God. Well, I'm glad you know what I'm talking about, because you I, sure I, don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling And I want to tell you something. I have no allergies to my Malaluka Bratzi tree, okay? In fact, uh, they're doing just fine. Well, that's great. I'm going to sit and out. If the sun back. ever comes out again, I'm going to sit on my patio and get a little sun and uh, relax <laughs> and get my life back in order. Well, listen, that's what counts, as long as you're happy, and I, I'm so glad that, that you're back with us, because right. I missed you. Really. Now that I'm home, I want relaxation, and I want to be left alone, and the pool guy, and the <laughs> plant guy, and this guy, and everybody, everybody stay the hell away, and stop ringing my doorbell, and stop calling, and peddling crap on the phone. God, I hate that. You, you I know, hate it. You know, Neil, what you were telling me about that scanner, they put me, they give me this chalk to drink, you know? I thought That's I a barium enema is what that yeah, is. Yeah, and then they put me in this room, with a, and they put me through a tube. And they put I, you through I, a tube, I, yeah. A tube, and I was scared to death to scanner. Then I heard a voice say, breathe deeply. I, I couldn't imagine where it came from. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it was an experience like I thought I was in outer space. Yeah. Well, listen, maybe someday maybe someday you'll come back. Yeah, that's what I say. Well listen, have a great have a great day, tree lady. Okay, honey. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Tell your son to butch up.
But he does have a great collection of uh, Partridge Family albums. 1243 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County. I think I'm joking. In Dade County, 751-9463. 751-W-I-O-D. I was thinking, wait a minute. You know what we need? Do we have... Where's that jingle that says uh, something W-I-O-D? Because I was thinking... It would be great if it said W-I-O... Deliciously different. Wouldn't that be cute? That would be cute. Let's put together a jingle that says W-I-O-D... That would be great. That could be like our whole uh, jingle package for the station. We'll get Mike to call it and uh, put it to choreograph it for us, huh? Here's uh, North Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Welcome to your jingle station. Listen, uh, did you get the answer to the question about uh, Dick on uh, Bewitched? About Last Dick? Name? About the, which was the right Dick? About the Dick on, on uh, Bewitched. Dick Sargent, I think, right? Or Dick, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Dick York is the one that's dead. You sure his last name wasn't Smoker? No, seriously. Are you listening to me? Stop yeah. trying to be a comedian. Dick York is the one that's dead. You know the difference between the two? Dick York had the big head and the big Dumbo ears. He was the first uh, Dick. Oh. And then the second one was Dick Sargent, who's got like a smaller head and smaller ears. Okay. Okay? Can I uh, call someone a douchebag? <laughs> sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Reardon from the Bo uh, Boston Red Sox is a uh, rag arm, no arm, yeah. pus-throwing douchebag. Crappy beard, though, too. Yeah, okay, have a great life. Bye. Tell him to see Victor Kayam. I see he's on there right now. What a hell of a guy he is, huh, Mr. Sports? 1245 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-9463. Uh, I don't know. I do like that show, though, I will say that. Probably two of the greatest shows in the history of television were Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie. And I always liked Larry Hagman when he was on I Dream of Jeannie. Then when he got on Dallas and whatever else he's been on, he just, oh, God, I just can't stand him. And he wound up with Davy Johnson disease where, like, big chunks of his face, like, started moving into all different parts of, like, his ass and his chin. And Right? He's got that horrible, I don't know what you call that other than Davy Johnson syndrome, where a guy gets to be a per certain age and then all of a sudden, like, uh, parts of his whole head are moving, like, on his arm and his uh, pupic and all over the place. He looks just gruesome. But he looked okay when he was on I Dream of Genie, I'll say that. And I also liked, like, what, uh, what was the guy, um, Bellows, Major Bellows. He was the best. He was absolutely Dr. the best. Dr. Alfred. Who was it? Dr. Alfred Bellows. Well, excuse me. And then there was also Alfred on Batman. Oh, and that's the big new thing now. You know, it's not bad enough that the uh, first Batman movie was such a piece of dreck, which it was. But now the big thing is they were promoing this morning Batman, uh, not two, but they got a no, return. The return, yeah, return this, okay, return to sender. What a pathetic putrid. I mean, they don't even have Robin in there. What the hell was Batman without Robin? He was his ward, not his pedophile. Probably lonely, I guess, is the answer to the question. Horny. Here's a lady in Key West. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're back. Me too. I well, I, don't, I almost mean that. You know what? As much as I despise this place, it's almost good to be back here in lieu of the uh, alternative. That shows how bad it must have been, huh? It was horrendous. Yeah. So you're all recouped? Yeah. Not pretty Well, I got just a little... You know, it takes several days before all that heals up inside. A little bit of uh, internal discomfort, just a tiny bit. Yeah. And I got black and blue the size of Siberia. But other than that, I'm, I'm feeling better than before I went in. Well, you sound great. I do. Yeah. I can't get you guys down here. Why not? I don't know. It's not coming in. 
So can you put me on hold? Sure. Oh, good. Well, maybe we'll go back and simulcast on Key West again like we did there, not? Not. Yeah. Yeah. Howard gets Philadelphia, Washington, and Los Angeles. I get Key West for two months. We are. Re- this company really knows how to do it, man. Believe I'm me. You, they're bad news. Yeah, they're the best. I'm telling you. Hold on. Okay, thanks, Neil. Okay, have a great life. You too. Okay, keep her on there for like a couple of seconds. The opinions expressed in this program are not necessarily those of 610 WIOD or its sponsors. How about the levels? Who's are those? You know, Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. 1251 at WIOD. The Star Line be waiting on you there. If you have Bell South Mobility, pick it up and just uh, stick a finger or two in it at Star IOD. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, how you doing today? Great. Uh, how you doing? See if you can help me with I don't understand this. Yes. I'm, I'm a diehard Cubs fan. Yes. Okay. And I'm wondering why a few years back I got arrested for uh, scalping some tickets. And I was going to make $5 on a ticket. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going back up there to, over the next weekend to see the Cubs. And, and now over the next week, wait, wait a minute. Over the next weekend. Uh, well, actually, it's the 27th. I'm going to watch oh, the Phillies. Okay. The Phillies? Yeah, and the Cubs. That really frosts my ass a little and, bit. And yeah. um, now I go through a ticket broker, and they're wanting to charge me thirty dollars for bleacher seats. Right, because that's legalized thievery, is what it that's is. That's what it is. Because they got a license to steal, is what they got. You're right. You're absolutely right. If you go out and make, if some poor slob makes a couple of bucks scalping and uh, doesn't need the tickets, you're going to wind up with your ass in jail, and they're going to put you in the electric chair and everything else. But if somebody makes a business out of it, hey, then it's okay. You know, I was going to make five dollars. Right. And they had to make your life miserable. Exactly. It's a bunch of crap, sir. It's part of everything that's wrong with America, sir. I know it. I know it. Another thing. In fact, anybody that's selling their Cub tickets ought to probably get a medal for intelligence. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Another thing. You know, this poor Mark Grace, he didn't get any respect. I, you know, I, I have been thinking that all season long because I happen to like Grace, and I've always liked him. And here's a guy who's like Mr. Hustle. He's like always enthusiastic. He's like a cheerleader. Absolutely. He hits like three-something every year. He leads the team in walks. He's up there in RBIs. He's like Mr. Clutch. His on-base percentage leads the team. But, hey, we don't want him. Let's, they did everything in their power to yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, they traded him, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, well, he's too good for us. See, that's the problem. We don't want to have too many good players because, see, if he has too big of a year, then he'll want a lot of money. And that's, mm-hmm. that seems to be all these teams care about anymore is let's get rid of everybody who's going to want a lot of money. Like Dawson, you know, he's having another great year. Well, we're not going to sign him anymore because he's going to want too much money. Mm-hmm. And Sandberg's got all our money now. And next year, Maddox is going to want all our money. Yep. And, yep. Should, and deserves it and should get it. We got, look, we got four players on that team, okay? You got Maddox, you got Sandberg and Dawson and Grace. That's it. That's the end. That is the end. The rest is just filler. The huh? rest is just mediocrity, man. That's it. You got four great players on that team, and that's it. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Not to mention Hector. I'm hitting 125 Villanueva. Oh, isn't he great, huh? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you, if, if he could hit his weight, we'd be in Fat City. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Don't do it again. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah, the turtle leg police up there in Fort Lauderdale, man. They're just there. How is it that they're there? Under every bush, under every rock, under every overpass, behind every palm tree? We can't find any manpower, man, to protect you in your house, in your store, out on the street, anywhere. In the classroom, they're shooting people all over the place. Nobody's safe in this goddamn country. But all you have to do is scratch your ass with the wrong finger, man. Oh, oh the, uh, the finger police are here. God. Going to come and cut your uh, fingernails off at the very least. We have an open line in Dade, 751, we don't care, because the American people are like in la-la land. They're willing to give away all their freedoms, all their anything. They don't care so long as they can watch Current Affair and Not So Hard Copy. That's all they care about. 
is the latest scandal and the latest big uh, to-do, and who's having a uh, fistfight over this, and what Sister Soldier got to say about that, and all this other crap, crapola. That's what the public is obsessed with, is crap. Where the hell did they get uh, H. Ross Perot? From Larry King. I can't think of any worse crap than that, okay? Talk about crap. What's he got on tonight? Fashion designer Oleg Cassini takes a look at why... Oh, listen to this. At what we should and shouldn't wear. So for all you sheep out there who want somebody to tell you what to think and what to wear and what to watch and how to feel, there you go. Just tune into Larry again tonight. All you sheep that want somebody to tell you how to live your goddamn lives, who can't think for yourselves for a minute if your life depended on it. If they held an Uzi to the side of your head, you couldn't decide which hand to wipe with. That's how indecisive and weak and wimpy you are. God. They got it on there right now on Headline News. They got all these women wearing these, like, uh, sacks with, uh, like, uh, rings in their nose and things up their armpits. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to get. Yeah, that's, that's in now. I'm going to put my shoe where my ass is and my uh, earring where my uh, nose is. That looks good. That's the in style now. It's in. Like all these stupid kids with their, like, uh, nicknames brazen the shaved into the side of their ass and their hair. That's, that's great. That's classy, man. That's in. Miami, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how you doing? Pretty good. Glad to hear you're back. Thank you so much. Even though you had such a horrible experience. Well, that's why it's great to be back. There are, yep. few, there are a few things that this could be better than, and that's one of them. Yeah, I was, I, I was telling you to do the olive oil. I, you were right. No, probably wouldn't. You work. were right. But The worst um, it could have been was a crappy experience. I was noticing, how come both of the male actors on the uh, show there, I Love Jeannie, were both named Dick? Seems a little more than coincidental. Yeah, I think it's something we probably ought to investigate. You're right. Because you see, if if his name's in the phone book, then he'd be Sergeant Dick. Yeah. So, or if he was a little uh, higher up than that, he might be Major Dick. <laughs> huh? Yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself, sir. Have All a, right. Have so, a great day. Oh, anyway, George, he thought I was faking my voice. Why? I don't know. I don't, I'm, How old are you? I'm 20. You're 20 and you yeah. still sound like that? Yeah, well. Well, they'll drop someday. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. All right, you See too. See Okay. That was a major dick on the phone there. 1257 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County. 751. What was his name? His name was Darren, right? The character's name was Darren on Bewitched. And I'm pretty sure, because nobody is really helping me out because nobody knows anything about uh, the actors or Dick or anything else in this audience. Uh, Dick York was the first one, and I think he's the dead one. Well, don't we have the TV book down here? Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, we got it. Here it is right here. This will kill a couple of seconds and probably empty out the lines in the process. I don't care. This is more important to me. I want to find out. Oh, there's the Brady Bunch. <laughs> oh, jeez. I wonder if that was, like, symbolic since Geraldo's having that show today. What am I looking for? Bewitched. A bidden by... Bewitched. Here we go. Um, Paul Lind, also dead. And also, uh, well, uh, Agnes Moorhead. Dick, okay, here we go. Dick York, 64 to 69. I was right. Dick Sargent, 69 to 72. So Dick Sargent is the one that's still alive, Darren Stevens, and he's the one that came out of the closet on Geraldo, and he's got a boyfriend, and he's a hell of a guy. Here's uh, Margate. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, you're a fudge. <laughs> fudge. Yeah, well, nice try. Have an open line and brown. He couldn't even get it out. Couldn't even get it. He didn't even have to go to the dump button. He just couldn't get it out. He had his finger in there so tight he just couldn't get that baby out. What a shame. Here's a lady in South Miami. 
Hi, Neil. Thank God you're all right. Yes, thank the Lord for after, the nighttime. After mm -hmm. all that they put you through. Yeah, through the ringer. Yeah, we missed you. We're glad you're back and all right. I um, I had surgery three years ago on, on my ear, mm -hmm. and now I, I'm having another ear infection, and, and I'm having more of this, uh, they call it a cyst on the ear, but it's really called cholesteatoma. Oh. So I had that oh. removed three years ago, right? Now yeah. I find out that, uh, that the surgeon that did my ear three years ago had a choice between making a small opening and making a large opening. Yeah. You know, tearing down more. This is the Neil Rogers one to two hour. You got a problem with that? It's kind of that sick-sounding organ on that bit that really kind of adds that little uh, touch to it. Nothing like a sick organ. We have two open lines. They're both in Broward, 524-WYOD. And let's do Port St. Lucie. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, I just wanted to discuss about, since you said you just recently hadn't gotten out of the hospital, uh, we had a little tragedy here uh, where a family member <clears throat> excuse me, had gotten in an automobile accident from from someone not paying attention on the road and when they took him to the hospital it was just a travesty to watch and I understood when you said you must stay by someone when you're in a hospital they let him sit on a gurney on a backboard bleeding from his head for two hours yeah oh yeah and then uh, they never cleaned any of his wounds up and you went to ask the personnel for some action and they all walked around like 
what are you talking about? Right. And I mean, where's the ethics? In due time, we'll get to it. Just leave us alone. We have some people here with headaches and uh, scraped forehead. Leave well, us you alone. you know what the kicker is, sir? Yes. Uh, they took the individual that hit my family member an x-ray beforehand with just a bruised shoulder yeah and released him first isn't that nice and i'm like where do they teach these people in med school how to, to know their ethics and morals no well ethics and morals man where do you come up with those words they never heard of those things uh yeah that's true that's true no it's just a travesty they only teach them one thing and that is how to get their name on the thing so that the insurance makes sure that they can send a bill yeah you know i'm i'm, I'm serious you should check out make sure you got your gallbladder taken out or your Probably, possible that's very possible if this is i did just beat the hell out of me with a baseball bat while i was under anesthesia that's possible could have dropped some cookies and donuts in there and said hey yeah right you know could be with the milk yeah. All right, well, listen, I... Uh, I hope they weren't famous anus, I'll tell you that. I, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, oh, man, look out. It's a, it's a shame, though. And it's you know what they fed him for dinner? Sir? Yes. You know what they fed him for dinner? I'm listening. Quail and potatoes. <laughs> Have a great <laughs> life. You too. Oh, God. oh, 109 at WYOD. That's the new popular dish in America these days, quail and taters. Open line in Broward, 524-9463, and one on the out-of-town line. And you better call an 800 number. We're going to come and beat the crap out of you with a very, very heavy baseball bat once used by Dave Parker. 1-800-944-9463. Let's do Miami. Hello. That's a good sound, isn't it? I like that. That's excellent. Let's do a Fort Lauderdale on the star line. Kind of a tough act to follow. Yeah. Speaking of Nice and painless, quick, non-argumentative. No, I was in uh, fashionable upscale Rochester, New York last week. Thought really? Of you. Yeah. Home of the Red Wings? Absolutely. They mm -hmm. suck. <laughs> Good. Man, are they in trouble. Good. All you Oriole fans, don't get too cocky, okay, because that's your number one minor league team. By the sounds of it, Silver Stadium's coming down, too. It is? Yep, they want out. Why, what do you mean they want out? Uh, apparently the family that owns them, I'm not sure if it's a Silver family anymore or it's somebody else, but I guess they want out of the business. I thought they were doing so great. Um, the team sucks. The town has really kind of lost interest in it. I mean, I couldn't buy a goddamn Red Wing hat in downtown Rochester. It's like nobody cares. Yeah. Buy a bison hat. So anyway, I was sniffing the lilacs and the roses for you. Had a garbage platter at Nick Tahoe's. Thought about you and your gallbladder. Yeah. And, uh, Isn't that great? I can go up this summer at Don and Bob's a weekend absolutely. and eat about 20 White Hots and not even have to give it a second passing thought or passing Load anything. Up. Load right. up. Right. I didn't know if you were alive or dead, so I didn't bring you anything back, but I'm glad you're alive. Well, believe me, I don't need anything, just a little freedom, just to be left the hell alone. No, you sound great the last couple of days. I do, so I really do. Keep it up, I'm glad you <laughs> feel better. Yeah. In closing, Hank Goldberg did the worst radio program last night. Well, uh, so what's unusual about that? He is Adora and some drag queen last night. He's not just Hank Goldberg. He's a hippopotamus. Yeah. He certainly is. He's the best. Well, in closing, Larry King... Rush Limbaugh, H. Ross Perot, you're all douchebags. Okay. See ya. See ya. Twelve minutes after one at WYOD, 2.20 Eastern Daylight Time this afternoon. The Cubs will begin their move towards second place uh, all alone in the National League East. They're seventh in a row. Mike Morgan is on the mound today. Confidence is running tremendously high. Mark Grace is hotter than a pistol. He's got that new uh, butch haircut. And, man, we are kicking ass. And the secret weapon is Sammy Sosa's on the bench. That's what turned us around when he fractured that damn wrist. He couldn't, I'm telling you, this guy, he couldn't get a hit in a penny arcade. He couldn't hit Grandma Moses with a baseball bat from two inches away. That's how bad he is. He's pathetic and dumb. That's one thing we specialize in is a lot of dumb players, okay? Like Jerome Walton, he's another one. A rocket scientist on the loose. Hank Goldberg is your host for another Goldberg at Night radio show tonight at 8. 
16 at WIOD. Here's a lady in Miami. Hi, Neil. Hi. Oh, Neil, I'm so glad you're back. Okay. Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, me Neil. too. You know, uh, when I heard mm-hmm. your voice that day, yes. I just had hear the tears just roll down my face. I was so upset. Yeah, me too. And you know, the, the, there was a man called. He, he was sound like such a wonderful person. I'll go down. I'll go down there. And I think all your listeners we're ready to go down with guns drawn. Well, what the hell were they waiting for, for crying out loud? I don't know, Neil. I don't know, because this man said, what can we do? What can we do? And uh, Rick and Sedge was saying, well, you just have to leave it alone. Yeah, we'll leave it alone. It. That's good. And how could you That's take helpful. care of it when you were in such desperate situation? Yeah. I was in the hospital for 10 days, Neil. I didn't have an operation, luckily. But I was... I was such an absolute nervous wreck. Well, that's what they specialize in, is making you nervous <laughs> oh. and psychotic and feel that you're going to die and that without them you haven't got a chance. Right. And, that, uh, and, and know, of course, that I... gives them an excuse to do any kind of expensive, invasive procedure on your body because, you, f- you know, they make you feel that if you don't let them do it, that you're probably either going to bleed to death or you're going to have a blood clot or you're going to have uh, this on the brain or up your right. butt or something, you know. And, and, you know, I said to my doctor, please... And they're just all standing out there at the cash register, ringing and right. ringing and ringing away and, uh, and potching around, right. You beg your people to take you out and they say what can I do where can I take you yeah they, you, you can't take yourself to another hospital take they me take to a you. nunnery uh, well I'm like you Neil I need to have a very simple little cataract uh, simple they say a uh, yeah. piece of cake mm, piece of cake there's another one I'm not going to they do stick it, a piece Neil. of cake on your eye I'd be careful I am I am I am just I'm really praying that I don't go blind, but I am so paranoid going through that 10 days that I won't Well, even take go somebody that. with you. Make sure you take somebody with you, somebody who's obnoxious and loud and disgusting. Well, do you know, I stayed with Call a family member yeah. for two weeks. I, I only went home about 15 minutes a day to take a shower. Mm-hmm. And I went... You went home to take a shower? Yes. I left. Oh, I see. The other person was in there. I see. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I got it. I tell you, you you just go crazy. I wanted to just take that person bodily out of there and say, let come what may. Right. Exactly. Let come what may. Well, Neil, you know I kept saying that in the hospital, and they all kept running out. (laughs) We need... Right, Omar? That's right. We need to organize. We, the people... Right. Need to organize. Well, you start and let me know when you're finished. And do something. 
something right. uh, to get a little better uh, yeah. situation. Well, hold your I, breath. You inhale now, and I'll call you up and let you know when to let it oh, out. Oh, Neil. But thank heavens you're back. And oh, you're thank okay. heaven for... Neil, uh, yeah. would you do me one favor? And what is that I before you, you say goodbye very soon? Yes. I love you so dearly. Yeah. Do you have still around, dear Bill called us uh, recording, you depressed me. Yes. Would you play it sometime when you can? I sure will, when I can. Okay, Neil. Okay, okay good that'll be just for you. Okay, have a great day. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Well, it just catches you by surprise there. I mean, it's just like uh, shifting gears real fast, but not bad. Not bad, Adam. Adam was the one responsible for that, by the way. I just mentioned that on the air since he has this obsession obsession. You ought to see some of these chairs we got in here, man. At night, late at night, he starts like puffing on the edge of the chair. He just goes nuts. Hey, listen, he passed the test with flying colors yesterday, okay? So you can cast all the aspersions that you want. We don't have anybody in this building who is the least bit interested in mind-altering substances, okay? And all you goody-two-shoes out there who are taking all of your prescription drugs that are turning you into an Abercrombie and zombie, I say, heal thyself. Get thee to a nunnery. Or something. 21 after 1 at WIOD. That's what they're going to be saying on Geraldo this afternoon, isn't it? Get thee to a nunnery? Or get thee some? I'd sure like to. Hey, Pizza Loft, you want to get some? Some good pizza? Some good Italian goodies like their award-winning lasagna? And great baby cow parmesan? And stuffed shells and manicotti and baked ziti? And their fabulous eggplant parmesan that tastes just like you're eating something even more uh, exciting? And don't forget, they'll uh, cater your little get-together anywhere in Dade County. They can cater a party for as little as 4 bucks per person. They will deliver to wherever you are. And, of course, you can even charge your delivery or your order right in the uh, joint on your Visa or MasterCard. Pizza Trough, doing it right for over 17 years now, upstairs at 69th and Flagler, just east of the Palmetto, like a legend in the Italian food industry and in Jeff's own mind. And don't forget, I'm going to be there next Wednesday. It's going to be some kind of bash, 5 to 10 p.m., with all our Camillus House stuff, including those new uh, Neil's, it's Neil's Fault t-shirts and the other good stuff. And it's Jeff's birthday also on that day. So let's have just a tremendous bash next Wednesday night, 5 to 10, at the trough. Don't forget the summertime special at Pizza Loft every Monday and Tuesday only in the Neil Rogers Dining Room. Buy any entree at regular price. Get a second entree for half price only at the trough. Call 266-5111, and give Jeff a big kiss on the tail. Catch the latest news, traffic, and weather info each morning with Mike Granary in the morning information team just before the Neil Rogers Show. Sometimes I feel myself. Live from beautiful North Bay Village where he was busted by the police department for being a total loser. It's a salute to Alex Bennett. Hey! The man who constantly exercised his neck by looking over his shoulder. The man from California who didn't have a tan. The man who found it great fun to rip his fellow workers, but when ripped himself turned into a sniveling, crying, complaining candy ass. The man who finally showed some semblance of intelligence when he packed his bags and got the hell out of town. One of the few men who could actually go back to an old job in an old town, telling old jokes and doing even older bits. We salute you, Alex Bennett. 
South Florida's never seen a bigger paranoid, a bigger backstabber, a bigger crybaby. Alex Bennett, you're a complete asshole. Boy, those were the days. Sure miss them. 126 at WIOD, Sunrise. Neil. Yes. Did you did you see the, uh, did you happen to catch the movie Once Upon a Time in America? Yeah. Did you watch it this week? No. I have it. I have it on tape. I, I, I don't get the last part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so why should I, you I be any different from all the other rest of it? Huh? What? I mean, it, you know, I guess he jumps in the truck. He, he shoots himself or he jumps, but there's no, two shots. No, he, he doesn't. himself twice. What? I mean, no, he's James Woods is in the garbage truck. You know, in the back of the truck where the thing is grinding everything up. Right. He's in there. Yeah, but did you hear the two shots before that? No. Yeah, there were two shots. There's two shots. Yeah. There's you mean two, I got to watch the whole thing over again now? Two gunshots. And then you. Oh, heard I the, never even heard that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I could understand if he. You know, there's something. so many different interpretations, and then there's some smartass who said that the whole thing was like supposed to be an opium trip. That what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name was on? Uh, oh, De Robert De Niro, and that it was the whole thing was just a dream. Which no, if it, I don't know about Which that. if it was, then why waste four and a half hours of our time? Right. You know what I'm saying? Let somebody else dream it. But I, but I, I still I enjoy know. it. I understand everything about the movie except that last part. Well, now you know why he's got such bad zits. If you had one of those things grind your face up, you'd probably look pretty bad, too. <laughs> As in Crater Face. Well, it, it, it is what, a great movie, though. Yeah, it's an excellent movie. I liked it. I never, you know, the, the Jews, I guess, can get pretty wicked themselves. Well, they weren't all Jews. Well, no, they were headed by them, but, you right. know. The good ones were the Italians. Right. Well, the Italians always have a good sense of humor. There you go. There you go. Listen, I got a little story for you. Yeah. A uh, friend of mine got uh, hit in the head with a baseball, and his, he was bleeding from his nose and his mouth, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, the paramedics would not touch him. Why not? They didn't want to get blood on him. Oh, I see. Okay. Listen, listen yeah. to this. When he did get blood on him, they yelled at him. Yeah. They hollered at him. They don't want to catch anything. That's right. They're they all psychotic. Him, they stuck him in the emergency room. And so they uh, only want to touch you if you're like in very, uh, you know, perfect condition. If you're like in pristine condition, then they might think about touching you. Right. Nobody, nobody touched him until he got. Uh, until in fact, I kept saying to Omar, "Here, touch this." He kept saying, "Get serious." So you know that that was yeah. pretty. So in other words, if you're like bleeding and you're puking and you're dying, forget it, because then they're afraid to touch you. So um, why even waste the time? Did you see Godfather 3? What? Did you see Godfather 3? Of course. God, you're asking about movies that are older than Methuselah. That was a, that was a good one. That, it was that outstanding. Was, that, was, that showed how it really It's is. outstanding, and a majority of the people in this country are still too dumb to figure out about the Pope and yeah. all of what the story was about, because we're dealing with morons who think potato is something that the vice president is sitting on. The Catholic religion is so crooked, it's unbelievable. Uh, uh, which one ain't? Well, that one more so than It's all a matter of degree, sir. Yeah. It's all well. a bunch of crap. Richest organization. All a bunch of money grabbing stuff. They got all these billions of dollars and the uh, guys running around in a dress. I mean, what the hell is it all about? Yeah, the Catholic religion's got billions and billions of dollars, but they have to have car washes to put right. them in the school. Right. And b- don't forget bingo. Yeah, explain that one. Yeah, figure that out. <laughs> I can't. Well, it's a good place to hide in the closet, I'll tell you that. Now you're talking. Yeah. Hey. In fact, all the priests are going to be on Geraldo this afternoon. Go Bisons. See ya. 130 at WIOD. We got two open lines, and they're both in Broward. That's a damn shame, isn't it? At 524-9463, 524-WID. Here's a pig report in Miramar. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes? Yes? Uh, pig report? 
Yes. Yes, we have a pig. Neil? Yes. Okay, we have a, a pig report on the motorcycles. 20s. Porkers on 20th. bikes. Yes, in Miramont, 62nd Avenue and 20th Street. And Give what? a ticket pulling cars over. Great. Uh, okay. Porkers on bikes. Okay, sir, thank you. And obviously you're very, very much out of material. Open line in Dade County, 751-WYOD. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Yeah, I think he was. With... What? I said I think he was out of material. Yeah, when he started. Listen, have you... I was listening to... You know, I don't think the Cubs are out of it yet, do you? <laughs> no, we're not out of it yet. We're working on it, but... Uh... Well, they've won six straight, haven't Right. We're smoking, man. We're in second place, and we're only 100 games behind. We're doing it. We're well, catching up with all the other crap teams. I was listening to Pete Rose last night up here. Bad mistake, bad mistake. I tell you what, he really ain't too bad. He's really? A little, little bit more sense than I thought. Well, that's good. But uh, he, he was, they were talking about the Cubs, too, and he said don't count them out. So I figured I, if he says they're going to be okay. Then sure it's okay you, for me, okay, because sure he's, he's got the inside on right. all the odds, right. Hey, it's good to hear you back, and you, you sound pretty good. I feel great. All right, man. I sound great. Have a great life. Oh, you too. Okay, tell Pete to get a haircut. 131 at WIOD, and tell him to leave Ray Fossey alone, okay, for God's sakes. Cut it out, Pete. Stop being Mr. Macho Man. Stop, to prove, you know, stop trying to prove to everybody what an idiot you are, like you're going to you know, run your head through a fence or something. We're not impressed by that anymore. We want a uh, caller in Broward on that open line, don't we? Not that we really care. But I just mentioned in passing, 524-WIOD. Here's a good call in Hollywood. Hi, Neil. Yes. I kind of wish you hadn't have made it. Yeah. I like your show. Yeah. You're, you're, you're sensitive already, I can tell. No, I'm not sensitive at all, sir. I don't give a crap what you say, okay? You're just another voice in the wind, okay? I, just passing time, just I, trying to be a wise guy. No, I just don't Just want trying to... to be creative and clever, and you I, listen to the show every single day, and you've been I on do. hold here waiting now, but you just want to show your face to the audience in a bent-over po uh, position. Well, the thing is, when people call with their problems... Yeah. You don't, you don't want to hear it. That is correct. You say that nothing absolutely to be done about correct. it. Right. But when you have a problem... That is right. Then I spend a lot of time on it. You know why? Because this is my show. Okay, The show centers around the host. That's if true. this was like the David Letterman show, That's it would center true. around David Letterman. I don't if hear If this David was your all. show... No, it would, wait a minute. Absolutely. David goes on and on about this bitch that's living in his house that keeps moving in there. David is whining and carrying on about it. I mean, we're sick and tired of hearing about it already. That's true. I'd rather hear if somebody moved into your house and you couldn't kick them out. It would be more, in no, sir, it would be more interesting already. Although I hope they do, and I hope they got a gun. 133 at WIOD. Well, he wanted that. He wanted a little bit of hostility there. It just uh, stimulates his juices a little bit. And in this town, it ain't easy, believe me. Uh, tomorrow's Villa Deli Thursday, right? I'm not going to eat any of that. No, seriously, I'm not going to eat anything here anymore for about like about a couple of weeks. So do you realize how good I could feel if I get, like, under about 187? If I can get under that, I will be in such tremendous shape, as great as I feel and sound right now, which I would say is pretty goddamn good. It could be incredibly. It could be so, what could it be? In incredibly. I'm getting like Dan Quayle. I can't speak. I can't spell. I can't think. It could be pretty damn good is what I'm trying to say. Although we do have an open line in Broward again at 524 Indifferent, 524 WIOT. It's not that I don't want to hear about other people's things, but they, they, 
Most people don't know how to be concise, and they don't understand that we've only got a couple of minutes for each sucker on the line here, and we don't have, like, hours and hours and hours to go on with every pathetic detail and every grotesque and agonizing aspect. I mean, even I, and I spend a lot of time on my thing because I think it's in, uh, good education for everybody else to learn from my misfortune. But I only scratched the uh, surface of it. Right, Omar? You bet. Scratch this. Uh, put me back on that stretcher, okay, and bring Omar back in one more time. 26 till 2 at WIOD when the owner of a 92 Toyota 4Runner brought, uh, bought his truck and brought it. The salesman suggested that he put in a low jack, the stolen vehicle police recovery system, and it was pretty damn good advice as it turned out because the 4Runner has become a target for thieves who steal them and ship them to Central and South America where they bring serious bucks for the car thieves. And the good advice paid off five months later for this guy. The red 4Runner was stolen from the front of the owner's business. An hour and 15 minutes later, Metro-Dade police began tracking the vehicle, and the 4Runner was recovered with only the tailgate lock damaged. So why not follow your car dealer's good advice and have LoJack total protection installed in your car? Choose from three systems. In addition to LoJack Retrieve, ask about the LoJack Prevent or LoJack Alert for total protection against both the amateur and professional car thief. It is surprisingly affordable, and the best part of it is it works. It really gives you the protection and security that you're looking for. If you'd like to arrange installation right over the old phone or get more information, just call Elaine. There's no obligation. She'll be more than delighted to give you the uh, straight poop. 1-800-53-LOJAC. That's toll-free, 1-800-535-6522. The opinions expressed in this program are not necessarily those of 610 WIOD or its sponsors. I think your radio station is very crappy. Uh, and I made rude hand signals to some guy who almost ran me off the road. And, um, oh, yeah, it's been 2,000 miles since my last confession. I'll tell you what. Say three Hail Marys and have your oil change. Thank you, Father. Would you like a nice hot apple pie to go with that, my choice? Uh, no, thanks. All right, then. Pull forward and leave your offering at the window. Introducing the fast, efficient way to get it off your chest. It's the all-new Tell drive through Confessional. Hello, my child, and welcome to Tell. If you've no, committed ten sins or less, try our Sinner's Express Lane. Or come inside and meditate at the shrine to Our Lady of the Lube Job. It's all at the Tell drive through Confessional. Stop by this week and get a free Tell or Go to Hell bumper sticker. Just look for the clown in the cleric's collar. Tell. Just stick that right out the window, my son. 21 till 2 at WIOD. See if we can heal your problem, right? Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, I wanted to tell that guy before about you not listening to anybody's problems. Hey, we've got an off button. You ought to have one. Exactly. Exactly. I called. I was trying to find... He's just trying to be a... Don't you understand these people that think they're being cute by stirring the pot? So or dumb provocateur. Before they light it? Yeah. You were asking about Dick York and Dick Sargent, the difference between them and all. Well, not, not the difference <laughs> well, between I mean, them. Well, which one was which? I mean, one's alive and one was dead and one is straight and one is gay and one was uh, had a big head and one's got a little head. Yeah. And well, one had big ears and one had uh, smaller ears. Yeah, I was looking up this, uh, this... Dick York is dead. Yes, he died February, Very dead. February 20th of this year. Of uh, this year? This year. 1992. Dick York? Yeah. The last couple of years, he had such bad emphysema, he couldn't leave the house. But he was on the phone a lot. To so is that, is that why they replaced him on the show? I mean, that was... Uh... No, no. He had an accident filming a movie back in 1959, it says. 
all the muscles on the right side of his, his spine got torn away from the spine. Jeez. Ooh. And he was in constant pain for the rest of his life. God. And finally, around 1969, he just went into a convulsive fit on the on the uh, on the set one day. No, I think uh, what I think what's her name did it. No, the mother. <laughs> yeah, I really do. She probably did it. Well, that's... what was her name? What was Agnes Moorhead's name? Andorra. Andorra. There you go. Yeah, but that was basically what happened. But that he... is a great show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was very good. I mean, the last couple years after they had Adam, eh. But uh... the best the best scenes were always when uh, Major, whatever his name was, would, would come over to the house. Major. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Dr. Bombay? No, no, Dr. Bellows. You're talking about I Dream of Jeannie now. Dr. Bellows. See, I, I intermixed the two. Dr. <laughs> Bellows was on I Dream of Jeannie. Well, like I said, the best on that show was when he would come over with his wife to the house. Right. And all this goofy stuff was coming out. Well, no, wait a minute. Who was the guy on... No, wait a minute. On Bewitched. Who did he Gladys work... Gladys Kravitz. Who? Gladys Kravitz. No, no, no. Who's the guy he worked for on Larry. Bewitched? Larry. 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 I'm getting him and Major Bellows confused because they were both like the uh, superior guys in the show that the uh, husband worked for. Yeah, but Larry wasn't out to get... No, but when Larry and his wife would come over, that was always the best because yeah. they were always horrendous stuff that was going on that nobody could explain or believe and that was always the best and they always thought the other was cheating on them yeah 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 but uh no i just want to let you know because i've got this magazine with this uh the last interview he did and part of his autobiography so anyway um you were talking about horrendous hospital stories um you know how most a lot of doctors went into the military to have them pay for their medical school yeah a friend of mine did two tours in, in Vietnam. He was a Green Beret. He was a paratrooper. I, can't, I, I don't have to tell you what he, kind of things he went through. So he comes back to the States. They put him in a VA hospital up in Virginia to, you know, just to check him out before they will let him go. He got dysentery in the hospital. And of course. Died. Of course. Of course. Where else could you find the assortment of germs they got but in the hospital? Yeah, Vietnam, not a scratch. Right. Comes over to exactly. The They've got like a, it's like a smorgasbord of germs and uh, vermin and crap. And that's where a lot of people go to get their medical degrees. That's where they go to get sick, right. Uh, well, listen, have a great day, and thanks for uh, the info. You're welcome. See you. Bye. As in that morning info team. Uh, 143 at WIOD, we have an open line in Dade, 751-9463, West Palm Beach. Oh, okay. Coconut Grove. Hello. Yes. Hi, Neil. Hi. How are you? I wanted to... I'm glad you're back. And my roommate, it's his birthday today. He's turning 40. His name's John Carr. Your roommate is having a birthday today? Yes, he's 40. And he's a total fanatic. Also, right. I wanted to tell you that you should be doing um, commercials for Come and Get It. I started using Come and Get It on my dogs last week. Right. They don't have any fleas anymore. I told you. 
I know. There you go. The best dog food invented in, in the history of the human race. I know, and, of course, my mother, my interfering wonderful mother, comes over to my house for a couple of days when I was sick last week for three long, excruciating days. And she starts telling me, that dog food doesn't look very good. And I'm trying to explain to her that they've been eating it for over two years now, and it's the only thing that keeps them healthy, and they love it, and they eat it, and their skin is great, and I got no fleas and no problems. No, She's no also fleas. the same person who insisted to me that they got fleas, which they don't. No, they, both our dogs lost all their fleas in, in eight days. Great. Well, happy birthday, John, and you're a major douchebag. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Come and get it in the purple bag at a supermarket near you. I'm telling you, your dogs will love it, and they'll lick you from head to toe, and in places where they refuse to lick you in the past, by the way. Here is uh, Sunrise on the Starline. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Glad to hear you're okay. I'm great. And uh, my wife and I both just had surgery. And I had the mistake of going to Bennett Hospital, Humana Bennett Hospital in Plantation. Right, right. And my bill for three days in a semi-private room. Semi-private. Yeah, there was some guy in the room with me, and it was $27,000. No. Yep, and the... $27,000? For what? I just had... My surgery was a fusion of my neck, which is an hour and a half long. Yeah. And it was, But the doctor bill was 10000 and they were like... You mean 000. you mean the surgeon? Yep. And it was seventeen. And so seventeen. So that's like almost six thousand a day for the room and uh, other assorted goodies while you're in there. Yep. So the insurance company said, "Well, we're maxed out on the auto accident, so we'll just go ahead and pay it." I said, "Well, I want to know how much they're charging for what." So I had an audit done at the hospital. Yeah. It took four four and a half months, and it finally I got a thing in the mail saying, "Yeah, there was a mistake in your bill. You owe us another twelve hundred dollars." Jeez. And uh, it was a, it was just a filthy hospital. It was like eighty five degrees in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, but my wife and she. Well, that's the thing in a hospital. It's it's either a hundred degrees or it's forty below zero. It is. It's never comfortable. The air is unbreathable. There's always that sick, nauseating kind of gaseous smell in the room yeah. that keeps you in a perpetual state of nausea. How the hell is it? And of course, the bed. Forget it. Nobody sleeps in. Even the nurses admit that nobody ever sleeps in a hospital bed. How is it possible for anybody to ever get better, recover, regain their strength, their health, or anything in a hospital? I I don't think it is. Well, the guy that's in the room with me was HRS sent him over, and they couldn't do anything with him until they got approval. He was there two days, no medication, had a broken arm and a broken leg. Nice. And he was screaming for two yeah, days. Yeah. Right. And they said we can't touch him. But my wife was in Boca Community Hospital, and after surgery, some guy comes in and says, I need to take some blood. She says, well, they've, I just already had surgery. Says, well, I have to take blood because a girl got stuck with a needle, a nurse, and we're having an AIDS test. And she said, well, okay, I don't want anything to happen to the nurse, and I want her to feel better. So she had the test. He took the blood. Six hours later, a nurse comes in and says, I got some papers for you to sign. We have to take some blood for you because uh, for an AIDS test, it has to be approved. And well, he says, she said, well, a guy already came and took my blood. He says, no, it's impossible. You have to sign this form first for an AIDS test. <laughs> I said, well, who is it? He says, well, we have no guys working on this floor as nurses. <laughs> Somebody's walking around taking people's blood. Well, there's guys starting blood banks. You know, they're enterprising people. They come walking in off the street, and they're just, uh, they, that must have been what happened with me, because they took, if they didn't take 25 gallons of blood out of my body, they didn't take a drop, okay? Well, the, my doctor comes in. I just had a uh, neck fusion done, and he comes in the next morning. He says, uh, he comes up, he says, you okay? I said, well, you're the doctor. What happened? He said, well, I just, well, how do you feel? I said, well, my right arm's a little numb, and my fingers are tingling. He says, 
but you can move everything. I told him, yeah. He says, well, I went a little deep, and I just wanted to make sure you were okay. Jeez. Oh, man. Oh. My wife works in a doctor's <laughs> office, and one of his patients from his partner, they bring him in through the back door now because he's paralyzed from the same surgery. Yeah. They're trying to keep him from suing him, and they're, like, bringing him, getting him all the therapy for nothing. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, Hallelujah. Yeah, we were going to pray for you, but we're atheists, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're glad to hear you're okay, and and uh, wish you the best. And Thanks. Goodbye. Good luck. Goodbye and good luck. And good day. If we'd have just listened to Paul Harvey Jr., man, as much of a moron and a twit and a carrot head as he may be, things, uh, just imagine how easy life could have been. Oh, is that co is not Cobra? Is that uh, Viper here today? Friday. Oh, Friday. Twelve thirty to one thirty. You want to get twelve thirty to one thirty? I have no interest. Whatsoever. Not even for a little ride. No. Why? Broaden your horizons. I have no interest. I just am not the. It doesn't interest me in any way. It's the hot topic. Way. It's uh, no. It's thing. no. It's not the hot topic. You have created in your own mind is no. the hot topic for people who want to get ripped off to the tune of one hundred and fifty grand for what's going to turn out to be a Lamon, okay? Could be, but yeah, it's still very, the hot topic. It might be, it could be, right. it is, it right. will, okay? It's not the hot topic. Only right. among people who have an obsessive, you know... It's on the front of USA Today, it's on the front of every car magazine. It's a hot topic. By the way, I found out the name of that guy for you. Sister Sledge uh, Soldier is on the everywhere, she's too. Is a, that the hot topic? She's a shot topic. Yeah. Um, she's a should-be shot topic. You look beat. Yeah. By the way, Jennifer's uh, friend that that you liked. Yeah. The uh, Hispanic. Yeah, the, she the told, Cuban guy. She told me his name, Hans Ruderhausen. No. Yeah. Hans. <laughs> Hans. Yeah. You're in good Hans. What? Well, what does that mean? Well, I just. Does she, how does she know that's who I'm talking about? She certainly dated more than one guy. No, but she, he was from Bolivia. So what's wrong with that? I, I said he was Hispanic. If he's from Bolivia, that means he was like... Uh, had, I thought it was amusing he that had his some name... Latin in right. him, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little Latin yeah, in little him. Little Latin yeah. in him. Yeah. <laughs> Midget. I just yeah. thought that was amusing. His Hans? Name was Hans, yes. Yeah. You know? And it's mm -hmm. a very Hispanic name. He did have beautiful Hans, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well... Uh, so as long as you want to get car intensive, you want to find out about my brand new engine that's in my new Corvette that's yeah. like having a new car all over again? Yeah. And it is. It's, uh, you always luck out, and I get tired of hearing about it. It's great. I know. I, I feel like I'm breaking in a brand new car now. I'm paying off a, a car. Ask me how much it cost. Nothing. Zero. Okay, I know. Labor, the engine, they replaced the entire thing. I have a feeling I'll be getting a bill, bill for it. And then some moron says to me, well, gee, that's bad. You know, in a new car like that, they shouldn't have to put a new engine in. It was a, well, hey, better that than have them take it apart and start potching yeah. around with it. You the tell him when you resell it and get right. a few thousand extra right. how bad it is. Exactly. So I got a car with 19,500 miles it. on it that's a brand new car. I, got, I don't have a car that I still owe $19,500 on. And I know you feel I don't, deeply I don't, sorry. I don't for understand me. that. What, is, what does that have to do with the number of miles on it? Well, I don't. I don't see the. I'm uh, saying you get you. You made money on your Ferrari. You get a car with a brand know, new engine for You know, I don't want to hear about. No I had two Ferraris, okay, yeah. and I don't want to hear about it because it wasn't worth the uh, grief. And if you really press me, I'll give the name of the dealer up there in Fort Lauderdale who's ripping off the public and uh, defrauding the public at a, on a regular basis who uh, sold the car for me and then didn't bother to pay off the lease. And I had I had to go through such right. uh, 
her, uh, harangue. But you then. still made money, correct? Yeah, in okay. the long run, okay. but it took about 10 years off my life. Well, okay? I had a car that I lost $30,000 Well, there on. you go. If you're going to exactly. go out and buy a piece of crap like that, that's well, not my fault. You're right. I had that 928. I wouldn't wish that on Hitler, okay? I wouldn't wish it on the hospital staff in Mount Sinai. Well, you could have some sympathy... Because you had a gallbladder, I didn't say it's not my fault. I shouldn't say fault. that, because there were a lot of nice people on that staff over there, and I don't want to give them the impression that I'm, you know, total asshole. Right. No, really, there were a lot of really super people over there, so it's not their fault that uh, a lot of but assholes But those are the ones that, like, too. lay back. It's always the ones who... Uh, They're the ones that, like, cart you around like Omar. Yeah. Let's take a minute now to talk about the newest Hooligans Pub and Oyster Bar at Fort Apache Marina, shall we, he said, he asked, axed, located on the Intracoastal Waterway right behind Lomans Plaza in Aventura. Or as it says here, Adventura. Hooligans Fort Apache has all the great food, fun, and sports that Miamians have enjoyed at the other Hooligans locations for nearly a decade now. Every Tuesday, Hooligans Fort Apache hosts Miami's longest happy hour from 3 till midnight. With two-for-one beer and cocktails, free chicken wings, and a complimentary buffet featuring 90-pound steamship round of beef. Thursday, it's karaoke night, and ladies drink free from 9 p.m. to midnight. And then kick off the weekend at Hooligans Fort Apache's Friday Happy Hour, featuring a complimentary seafood buffet. Saturday, it's an all-night party with the music doctor and karaoke sing-along. And Hooligans is always glad to find your favorite baseball game on one of their 20 big-screen TVs. So come check out the newest Hooligans at the Fort Apache Marina just behind Lomans Plaza in Aventura. Open seven nights till the wee hours of the morning. Catch the latest news, traffic, and weather info each morning with Mike Granary in the morning information team just before the Neil Rogers Show. Jumping through the window pane, he ate it. Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, I, you know we have a sales intern. You see that guy? He looks like basically a pretty decent, clean-cut, yeah. all-American, uh, yeah. naive kid. He asked me if I was Jim Hobbs yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Man. I said, yeah. Same hairdo. I told him. Sure. From the eyebrows down. What do you need? Yeah. So. Can you imagine? He's a sales intern. That, that's like my being in a hospital, like being a guinea pig. They've got another one And they're going to take him back.